What is up, everybody? My name is Caden Foster, your host of the Bottled Podcast. I'm going to keep it short and sweet for this intro. Easy enough, okay? I don't need to talk for this guy. He's a good talker. He can talk. Not only that, he's a good guy, okay? I like Clay. Oh, I just told you who's on. Yes, that's right. Clayton Peterson. He's a good guy. Known him for a couple years all throughout rugby. I coached him starting in grade eight all the way until he was done. Super chill guy. Rocking some vintage stuff. You know what? Need to stop talking. Need to start listening. This is Clayton Peterson, episode nine of the Bottle Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Cheers, everyone. All right, motherfucker. Tell people why you're here. Well, I'm here to talk shit. <laughs> we're t- <laughs> Clay's laying it the fuck down. I'm talking shit. No, we're just we're we're here to hang out. Yeah. Talk some shit. All right. Who are you? Tell tell us a story. My story. I don't really have a story, but uh, well, my name's Clayton Peterson. Uh, yeah, my name's Clayton Peterson. I went to Walnut Grove with Caden, so. Caden, when Caden was grade 12, I would have been grade 8. And, uh, yeah, so when I was grade 8, I started playing rugby. And you were the captain of the grade 12 team at the time. Yeah. I was the captain of the grade 8 team. Watched a couple games, you know, whatever. And then the next year when I came out to grade 9 rugby, Caden was the volunteer. Grade 9-10. Grade 9-10, sorry. Juniors. Junior boys. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we had my normal coach, and then Caden came out and helped out, but turned into – Helping out, turned into a full-time coaching job, head coach. No shit. So, yeah, and then you coached me in grade 9, 10, 11, and almost 12, but we didn't have a team. Almost, almost, almost. Almost. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I see. I, I haven't really talked to you a whole lot since since grade 11. Really. Since you were done. Yeah, since the rugby program folded for that year. but I know, man. It was a brutal. It was a dark time. It was a dark, dark time. It was tough, man, because it was like, here's the thing about the rugby program at Grove. Here's the thing about the rugby program at Grove. When I came in in grade eight, this, so this is 2008, when I came in, there was no junior team. The senior team had about, they tried to get a senior team going, like two weeks into it, the senior team folded. So then it was just the grade eights. But we had a lot of grade eights. We had probably like a 30-man roster. So, our coach dedicated the time and whatever to try and build it back up. And we were somewhat successful in grade eight. We didn't win any championships. Like, we didn't win the Shield, the Langley Shield. We didn't win any Fraser Valley championships or whatever. But people enjoyed it. We, we go into juniors, and there's a couple grade 10s because I'm grade nine now. So there's a couple grade 10s that wanted to play juniors last year that were able to play. We did all right once again, and then we moved up. When I was in grade 10, we didn't have a senior team. We had a grade eight team, and those grade nine, those grade eights who were grade eights last year who are grade grade nines now, and I'm grade 10, that was the team. And we knew that was the team because we saw a ton of development and a ton of skill 
both in the grade 10s and in the grade 9s. There was like six key guys in both age groups that were really key players, really yeah. good, strong players yeah. that made it work. What happened was me, Trevor Richardson, Tyler Lewis, Connor Bolcock, Jamie, Raymond, Luke, I think that's it, went with Aldergrove Secondary, not WGSS. Oh, shit, really? Yep. Went with Aldergrove Secondary to uh, Australia for a two-week tour. What? Where was that when I was in high school? <laughs> you weren't in high school yet. <laughs> You're in grade five. Yeah, I yeah. guess I was grade five. Yeah. So we go to we go to Australia. And the thing with Aldergrove at the time, it's it, 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 I don't know what it's like now, but it, it, this is how it was back in the day. Aldergrove was the beast rugby school in Langley. They were the team to beat. They they always won the Langley championships. They always went to playoffs. Like they were the best team around. So with us going with them, we got to learn a lot. Their coach is their coach. Then is the uh, head coach or like head manager of the Sevens Canada team now. Holy shit! So we got a lot of good exposure and we learned a lot. The key, the guys that went on the tour and we brought that back with us in grade ten. We won the Langley Shield. We beat Aldergrove. Wow. The big win. That's crazy. So we won that following year. Now the two, the core teams, right? The grade nines and grade tens. The grade 12 or the 2012 and the 2013 grads split. So now it's the 2011s and 2012s in 2011. Yeah. Um, once again, we kind of have an all right year. We made playoffs, but nothing really happens. And then that grade 12 year, we had senior boys team. Junior boys team, grade eight boys, yeah. and then we had two girls teams. Our A, like our A squad girls teams, went to provincials and came eighth in That's the province. Crazy. We'd only had a girls program for three years. Yeah, so in in the in the short term, that was like yeah. ridiculous. It was insane. Our grade eight boys were, I think, somewhat successful. Uh, that would that would have been me. No, no, no. We we lost every game, and I think we only scored four tries all year, and I got three of the four. It's because the coach was horrible. Yeah, and he uh, it was just bless his heart for dedicating his time. But yeah, I mean, like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, he he knew his stuff, but like, none of us understood the rules. We didn't understand like the key concepts of rugby. So, like, in order to play rugby, you kind of need to get that down before yeah. anything. So. It looks like chaos out there, but there yeah. is some control to it. Yes, yes. So we had we had you guys didn't do too bad or did do bad, but got some boys out on the field. Our junior guys won the Langley Shield. Our girls won the Langley Shield. And then we won the Langley Shield as well, the seniors. And the seniors and the girls went on a rugby tour to Ireland. So that was the peak. Yeah. That was when we were at our best. The senior boys go to the Fraser Valleys, lose in the fucking finals. Finals, right? Fucking oh, so fuck. brutal, man. We lost. We lost by a point, or like two points. Or who something. did you guys lose to again? Port Moody. Port Moody. Port Moody Blues. We were singing the fucking blues after the game. <sighs> it was a brutal loss. It was so brutal. It was so brutal. And you know what the thing is? Like we both, like both sides played like a great game. Yeah. We made like two big mistakes, and it just we just, we lost. Yeah. <sighs> fucking sticks in my craw still. And and the shitty thing is, is I'm not trying to rub salt in the wound, but one point. I don't. One point. That dude, was it. Dude, okay. So let me finish this. We're going to get back to that. Yeah. 
Okay, so that was the peak. That was the peak of rugby at our school. Yeah. Since then, it's diminished. It's diminished heavily. Severely. Heavily. We don't have a girls program anymore. Uh, we had a, ju- I think it was a junior boys team. I could be wrong. I can't remember. I was only out there half time. And now this year, they're going to try and get a team going again. I don't know. But there is the the benefit, the thing to look forward to, the, the, the silver lining in all this is that for the first time in like four years or five years, there's actually a teacher in the school who runs the program. Yeah. I've been running the program since I, uh, uh, for like the past like five years probably, yeah. four years. Three years, four years, whatever it is. Something like I've that. been running the program. I no. was the guy that was ordering balls and ordering. I felt bad. Like, it was like, brutal, man. I know, because it's like, and like, it's not only that you weren't running the, like, you were running the program, but like, it's it's not even that you're running the program; it's that you're trying to coach like fucking four teams or three teams or something. Well, that first year that I did it all on my own, I had a girls team, a junior team, and a senior boys team. I know. Like it was, I was out, It was like me, and you were going to school. I was going to school, school. and I had a job. I know. And I was trying to play rugby. I couldn't play rugby, though. So so rugby takes place in the second half of the school year. Yeah. So yeah. I played rugby in the first half of the school year. Oh, okay. In the second half, I was like, no, I'm coaching. Once I can't Mar- play. Once, once March rolls around, you're like, okay, fuck that. Yeah. I, yeah. I just couldn't do it, though. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Yeah. I'm going to school full-time in Richmond. I'm working a part-time job like three days a week. I'm trying to coach rugby three to four times a week. I have no fucking time. And have a girlfriend. And have a girlfriend and have a life and do yeah. it and just do like live. I just couldn't do it. But anyways, so we had, yeah, we had like three teams and it was like me, Tyler Lewis, Katie, and like whoever, whoever I could get to come out and okay. help. Zach. Zach. Like, no, Zach never came out, unfortunately. I think he did a couple times. A couple times, didn't he? Maybe once or twice. Yeah. Me, here's the thing with Zach is that me and Zach would always go back and forth because I would message him and be like, hey, can you come out and like, because me, because me, me and Ty are forward guys. We need a backs coach. We never had a fucking backs coach. And I was like, Zach, can you come out? Like, you're the best back we've ever had. Like, can you lay down? Can you run some stuff? Blah, blah, blah. And he would always reply back. Caden, you're a great forward. You should come play for the Brits again. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, I fucking can't, man. He's like, well, I can't come out and coach. Oh, so it was a little bit of begging a little bit back and forth. Well, it was it always, well, cause he would always, he'd like, Hey, I need you to come play. I need you to come play. I'm like, dude, I can't come play. And then yeah. I would send him, Hey, I need you to come coach. I need you to come coach. He's like, can't. dude, I can't come coach. I'm playing. So that's just how it was. It, it was unfortunate, but like, whatever. It just was what it was. But yeah, so it was, it was trying to coach three fucking full rugby squad trying to get everybody interested, try to try to educate as much as I could. And the problem was, is that we didn't have the exposure in the school. Yeah. There was nobody, there was no teacher in the school going around to all the gym classes. It's all basketball. All yeah. basketball. Well, cause there's people in the school. Yeah. Bergen. So now, now there's a teacher in the school. Now there, there can be some development. We can move forward, hopefully to a better place, but I don't know. Yeah. It's all up in the air. What yeah. was I going to talk about? Oh, the championship. The championship. Okay. I, I know you talk, You spoke a little on it in your last so episode. So brutal. Yeah. About the oh. car ride up to grad, grad camping right oh, after. I was so fucking mad. Oh, I would have been furious. Dude, I mean, it was like, brutal. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go, but I was, I was, I drove Matt up. Oh, okay. I was like Matt's ride. Matt Ramsden? Yeah. I was his ride. Yeah. So I, I was like, fuck. He's not going to be like, cause everybody else is already up there. Like we were the last people to get there. Yeah. I'm like, if I don't go, he doesn't get to go. I, yeah. I'm like, that's just like not, a, it's just not fair. 
But fuck, I was pissed. God damn. I know. What was, what was I going to talk about? I can't remember. But. Yeah. Something. But I don't like, know. I don't know. Championship game fucking it sucked. Yeah. We both played it we both played a strong game. We just made we made a couple mistakes and we ended up losing. Yeah. But like, oh, this is what I was gonna say. Yeah, losing by one point or whatever. We were in their end. So like whatever, there's like a line out. Yeah. Right. And we're deep into the second half. I know we're coming up to the end of the game and we're down. We need to score. We're at like their forty yard line, we're taking a line out, and I go talk to the ref and I'm like, Sir, how much time is left? It's yeah. Like, He's like, oh, like two and a half minutes. Jesus. I'm like, fuck. We got to go 40 yards and score in two minutes. And we can't have a penalty. We can't have a penalty. We can't have a lineup. We can't have, we can't, we can't have the ball stop moving because the, if the, if we let it stop and it's over time, we're done. He blows it. It's done. We're done. We got to keep the ball moving. What does that mean? Forward crash, rhinos all day, just brute force, just. Just rock it. and go, rock and go, rock Slowly and go. go. Dude, I we took that fucking ball from the 40-yard line all the way down to, like, the two-yard line. Yeah. I probably took, like, seven rhinos in a row. That's I would take the ball, Jesus. run it in, get tackled, go down, crawl out, and then get back in position, take it again. I was fucking gassed by the end of it. What ended up happening is I we couldn't break through their line. We, I, I couldn't get through... They kept stopping us. Yeah. But we kept getting the ball back, which was good. So we, we were staying alive. The, the we're, we're overtime. It's like four minutes. Like, we're overtime now. We're definitely overtime. If anything happens... It's done. It's done. If it's they so get weird. hold of the ball, they're kicking it out. If they get a hold of the ball, they're they're doing whatever. They're trying to, like, cause a penalty. Like, yeah. they're doing whatever they can to kind of put us on Just, our heels. Yeah. What ended up happening is I was like, fuck, okay, I'm not going to get through their forward line. They had no. a good forward line. So I went on the outside of our inside center. So I was between the two centers. Two centers, yeah. And I was like, we're going to flick it out here, and I'm going to go against their little guy, go and wide. I'm going to fucking kill him. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to score, and I'm going to win. What ends up happening? Oh, I'm so... Fuck. Caden's tearing up. I talk about, about it. I just right get now. mad. <laughs> What ended up happening is just because it was so stupid. It was such a fucking like I talk about it when I coach now because it drives me fucking mental. Yeah. Somebody on our team got fucking red line fever because they saw the try zone right there. Oh, no. And they did. They were like, okay, I'm going to do a pick and go. And they tried to what? pick it and roll off it and try oh. to score. And what ended up happening is that he tried to like dive in and put it under. Yeah. Guy got his hand underneath the ball. Snatched the ball. No, just held it. Right, because it's got to make contact with the ground. So he just held it. It wasn't even oh, on the oh. line, but he held it and he held it and yeah. he held it and Kept he held it. it and because there's no forward momentum, yeah. there's no you backwards momentum, whistle. it's stagnant. Ref blows the whistle. Go for a scrum. Check the clock. It's done. Game over. It's over. Oh, my God. Fucking brutal. Yeah. See, like, like when you were grade 12, I was grade 8, and we were shit. And when I mean shit, we were shit. Like, we scored. We were lucky if we got a try every second game. But, like... We had so many guys. Like we had probably like 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 what you like when you were referring to like grade eight and you guys had like thirty guys. That was like us. Yeah, and, we and had a lot of we had a lot of guys that wanted to come out. Lots of them did not continue. Yeah. So basically, what happened was is like our coach was like by the end of the year he's like fuck it. He just kept like the best seventeen or fifteen or whatever guys, and um, I can't I can't rugby logic's not happening right now. But uh, he would just play the best players at the end of the year like the last game and then i think i think a lot of the kids just got frustrated by that are you talking about grade eight yes yeah, so that i don't know i can't remember his name 
something. I don't remember his name either. Regardless, it's he was not only really, there for that. Yeah, season. it wasn't. It's not really relevant. But anyways, so we were brutal grade eight, and then I when I came in a grade nine, like there was probably I think we had what probably maybe like six or eight kids from my age, like grade nines, playing with the grade tens, and yeah, there was always less of you guys. Yeah, but we went undefeated the whole year. Yeah. Or no, we lost. I think I think the only game we lost was going into playoffs. We lost to Terry Fox. I believe we got shit kicked. Yeah, because Terry Fox is a beast. They're crazy. Because well, the their thing entire is, the thing is is their the entire football. team is athletes, and they're all. But the thing is, is football is the first half of the year. The mm. second half of the year, all they do is just bring their football out and play the whole team, the f- whole football team. So we lost to them, and we got knocked out of playoffs. And then when I was grade 10, we didn't have enough kids because there wasn't even a grade 8 team when I was in grade 9. So when I was grade 10, I was playing with the senior team, the 11-12 yes. team. There was yes. two, me and Cole, I think, were the only two. Yes. And, oh, actually, no, there was, there was two, Nick Shiel and David Camparmo or Campamo or Camparmo. Is Dean a year older than you? Yeah. So Dean, Dean's, yeah, Dean. Yes. Yeah. That was a good team. That was a great That was a game. very good team, actually, yes. now that I'm thinking yes. about it. Oh, because you had, um, who'd you have in grade 12s? Grade 12s. You had Canning. We had. Uh, Ian Canning. Was he in grade 12? No, he, he he's a year older than me, so he would have been grade 11. Well, he's a good player. Yeah. You had Dean, who we was had, a great player. We had. One uh, of the best. That, that's the year we had Zach Ritchie. I don't remember if you remember that. Yeah, but that fuck, he didn't even play. He was a good player, though, when he did. Yeah, he played for Shawnigan Heights, and he had a lot yeah. of talent. But the thing is, is that he fucking got held back a year so that when he transferred to us, he practiced with us, and then he turned, whatever, 18 or 19, and yeah, he couldn't he play anymore. Play. Yeah. He was good, though. But, um, yeah, that yeah, and then that was the year. Do you remember? the? That was the year that we we went, like, we did really well. I don't think we lost a game. And then we remember all the beef with Clayton Heights? There's always beef with Clayton Anyways, Heights. Anyways, there's there's a bunch of Facebook beef before the game, and then that beef transferred into the into game. The and there was I'm not gonna lie, I threw an elbow at a kid. Okay, <laughs> this was it was um, uh, Wall, uh, Brennan Wall. On and, our team. Yeah. Anyways, he Fuck, he, dude, he was a player, know. and like me and him, or no, he threw an elbow in the game, and me and him were wearing the same number jersey. Oh. And he drove me home. Oh, oh, I remember yeah, this. He drove me home. So the whole case, for anybody who doesn't know, there's a we have a big school bus that the whole team like piles in, and there wasn't enough room for two guys. So I drove with uh, one of the other players. And any- I know who you're talking about. Anyways, so after- you guys kind of look similar too. Yeah, after the game, the whole school bus rolls out, and me and this other kid are walking to the- his car to get into. And you guys were probably just put on your shoes or whatever. Yeah, like we're literally his trunks popped. Like we're just like throwing all our muddy shit in the back and like whatever. And I shit you not, their whole thirty man roster surrounded the team. Like the- or, no, or, just no, you me, guys, me and him. Yeah. Sorry. So they surrounded us in his car. And they were like screaming at us because they thought he was, uh, or they thought I was him, because mm-hmm. he threw an elbow like an illegal. And elbow it was your game. car. And yeah, so anyways, um, they thought I was him, and they started screaming at me, and like I'm like grade ten, and there's like thirty grade twelve surrounding me, and some of the kids like, they weren't even players; they were just kids who like. We're there. Yeah, we're there. And like, it was, it's mob mentality. They're yeah. like, oh, so we're then, fighting. Okay. Yeah, so then, so then I'm surrounded. Wait, they go to a different school? Fuck them. We I will know, destroy. I know. So I'm surrounded and they're screaming and yelling at me. And I'm just like taking it. Cause I'm like, I, like, what do I do? Like, do, like, if I see anything, I got 30 kids surrounding me versus two. 
So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to shut the fuck up. So I get into his car and then Brandon Wall starts lipping the kids, like lipping them. (laughs) He's talking shit. And I'm like, dude, get in the fucking car. (laughs) So he gets in the car and some kid boots his back quarter panel and he goes to get out. I'm like, let's get the fuck out of here. So I think, yeah, we, we left and then. We ended up. No, we didn't play them again. But that was, no, that was the last of the beef. But because we, yeah, I think they were the last game of the regular season, yeah, and then we went right. into the playoffs, and we made it to the semis against Terry Fox. We lost. No, it wasn't Terry Fox. Was no, it that was, was the year before. It was. Um, I don't know why I can't think of this. I want to say it was Fleetwood. Fleetwood. The Dragons. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. Fleetwood it was the Park. Yeah, and you know what? All who's that's the other guy I was thinking. That's the other grade twelve. All who's James. James is a tr- dude. That kid is an animal. He might have. He truly. I honestly believe this. He might be the best defensive player ever to come out of Grove. Like, I don't need. Like, it's it's weird because like the kid like had like the same build as me. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. wasn't tall, wasn't thick. Like he wasn't like no. Like he was probably like what like maybe one seventy in grade twelve. Yeah, you'd look at him and he just looks like a normal kid. Yeah, but that kid was literally an animal. Just he was fucking ruthless. Like he could like I don't I, I can't even explain to like even understand how a kid that size and that stature could like. Hit you know what kids it was? Like you know what it was? It was form. His yeah. form was perfect. Yeah, he had perfect tackling, rucking form he was just a fuck he was real and you know what he had anger yeah he had anger and rage but he he could channel it really well yeah. he never got i don't think he ever got in a scrap with anybody no 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 no. he might he did a little talking but, i know he, i know he did yeah. a little talking but he would ch- he channeled but his he, rage very well and he did he he talked shit in a way that like was effective that would take the other <sighs> team off their game fuck if he's listening you're a great fucking player all who's i miss you man you're fucking ruthless i only got him for one season i know the year he was great as well but anyways he was so good i know and we okay so we lost against the fleetwood park dragons in the semis we got we got shit kicked i believe no wasn't it or no no we we scored like three quick tries and then the second half they just like they walked away with it yeah they they probably ended up i you know what it was you know what it was this is what it was it was close it was a close game yeah and then they scored like two quick ones yeah and then we just said oh fuck yeah yeah. It was like they scored a try, kick off, and like two minutes later they scored, scored another, another one. one. They like had a break. They had yeah. like two breakaways. So yeah, that's what scored. I mean. So yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like a blowout, but like we scored a couple quick ones. They they got a qu- couple quick ones in the first half, and then as soon as the second half started, they scored two quick ones. Yeah. And then we were like, fuck. Yeah. But anyways, so the next year rolls around when I was grade eleven and twelve, and yeah. that was like the dream team. I was we a went, good team. We went undefeated. It was a good fucking undefeated. team. We won the Langley Shield. Shit kick Brookswood. Nothing against Brookswood. They're a bunch of great guys, but there's, we there, won. There's some history there. Yeah, there was a little bit of history, but uh, yeah, that was the that was the team with we had like Dean Pinball, like Atchison. Yeah. Who else the fuck did you have? Like you, that was such a good team. I, I loved coaching you guys. I know. And we, anyways. So. And you want to know the other good part about that team, that squad? They were all friends. Like everybody was all friends. You, everybody was like cordial and friendly. Uh, everybody was like friendly and cordial and nice. And there was no like animosity or no, like nobody did every Everybody was like cool each with each other. Yeah. Everybody was cool with each other. And you guys had all been playing for multiple years. And about eight guys on the squad played Langley Rugby Club. 
and provincials. Like and everybody was high level. Yeah. Nobody. It, like, like, don't get me wrong. There's always every team. There's going to be the odd, the odd guy who doesn't can't keep up. But like for the most part, like everyone on our team, like was solid. Yeah. Like there was no one you would like, like pass the ball to and be like, fuck. Yeah. Like, everybody was solid. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we, we went undefeated. We won the Langley Shield, and then who? Second time ever in the school's history. Yeah. And then we, what happened? Oh yeah, we played. Who did we play in the final? La Matheson. That's who it was. Was it Matheson? Matheson. And no, it wasn't Matheson. Wasn't it? It was. Um, it was a Delta school because we played at the Brit Lions Field. Yes. Was it La Matheson? I don't think it was. I L. think it was because I, I remember. I remember we lost yeah. a preseason game to them. Yeah, because they yeah they beat they beat. They beat us, and I missed that game yeah, because I, I was in school. Too. Was it when you were getting your fucking dog? Don't talk about it. I fucking remember. Fast lit me up for that. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. Okay. It, uh, in my defense... It's coach, I'm not going to be here next week. What the fuck? Why? You going to miss a game too? Yeah. Why? I'm going up to Kamloops and buying a dog. It was Spokane. And Spokane, whatever. Okay, okay. Can I, can I just speak on that? I had PTSD, dog. My my dog of like 15 years had just passed away. My parents were like, okay, we're getting a new dog. And Clayton, it's your dog. So I'm like, okay, sweet. I got the type of dog I wanted. And then my parents, it, it just so happened that the, the weekend that we had to pick the dog up was our first preseason game of the rugby season. And I said... Fuck it, I'm picking my dog. So I drove to Spokane. My fucking starter's leaving. Yes. Weren't you? You were nine, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. I was a scrum. My fucking scrum half leaves. Yeah. So how fucking brutal. <laughs> the the literal connection between the forwards and the backs. Yeah. Coach, I gotta go. I'm like, yeah. Come on, it's the start even, of the season. I don't season. even remember who filled in for me that game. But anyways, so but like one preseason game or a dog that's going to be in your life for 15 years. So anyways, I chose the dog. <laughs> Clearly wrong decision. Wrong decision, <laughs> according to Caden. And uh, yeah, that that was history. But we ended up going... I mean, maybe it was for the best because we ended up going undefeated. We lost by like a try in the finals, which was very... No, we didn't. No, yeah, we did. Because don't you remember? We, we got shit-kicked the first half and then we scored like... Kenzie scored like two quick ones. Dean scored one, pinball scored. It was like within seven points. I don't think so. Maybe I'm like on some right now, or I don't. I'm I'm not. But they here's the thing, they were a far superior yeah, team. Hundred percent. Not necessarily athletic wise, skill wise. Their skill level. Yeah. Their coaching. Their fly half was crazy. It was so good. Their back line was incredible. That's what won them. But see. That's out. That's the other thing that, about that. Our squad. Our backs were fucking huge. We, okay. Our backs were like. I don't think we had a back over like six feet. Like, Under six feet. Like my team. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody was like short. No. What? You had our. Uh, oh, Fuck, why can't I remember any of these guys' names? There was, there was uh, Dean, there was Cole McEwen, mm-hmm. who's a good inside center. Yeah, he's like six feet. Aren't you six feet? Dude, I'm 5'9". Whatever. You're <laughs> On sit- a good day. You're sitting down, I'm already... I've had a lot of beer before you showed up. Okay. Also, by the way, I'm drinking Hoyne Viennen Amber Lager. Um, let's see here. It is 5.3%. It's a beer. It's in a... It is a... 
ingredients are European hops, yeast, filtered water, multi barley. It has a uh, medium light color, and it's more on the roasty side Ooh. of the of the malt. Ooh. And the hops <laughs> are very mild, and it's very Greek. Would you say? Yeah, I definitely would say that it has like a very distinguished Caesar look. Statue Caesarian. Yes. And Clay, what are you drinking? We never talked about this at the start. Oh, well, I'm sticking it with what I know. I, For anybody who knows me knows I'm not a beer guy. I just doesn't sit well with me, and I don't like it. So I'm drinking. Actually, that's kind of disrespectful here, what? isn't it? To be no, look at the logo. We got a beer glass. We got a wine glass. Okay. As long as I'm not taking shots at anybody on here. I don't care. Okay. But I'm drinking uh, Captain Morgan's rum. Boom. Spiced. Boom. Just, it's a good, it's a good stay at home drink, you know? And then I got, I'm, it's just a, it's just a rum and Coke. Just That's a, it. Well, it's a rum and Pepsi. Pepsi. Sorry. Sorry. But yeah, you had, Oh, back you to guys, backs. Dean, Colton Cole, Pierce. Colton, Colton was tall. He, he like packed on like 30 pounds in one year. Don't you remember that? Yeah. After he fucking graduated, I was choked. Yeah. I remember I saw him. I was like, dude, he, dude you couldn't have put this on your plane. Like, like, and like a. Like non-gay way as possible. That kid is like in good shape. Like he's built like. What's his? What do you think about his dick? Ah, uh, well. Where, do you think about him at night? When you're in the shower, when only you're in the shower, Tuesdays. you're lathering yeah. up. You're like, oh, Colton. Yeah, Col- Colton's a good kid though. Do you, do you dream about him? No. I do you, do not. Did Did you wish you asked him to grad? No. Do you ever want to hold hands with him? When you see him in public, do you rush up and give him the biggest? I hug? haven't actually seen him in probably like I don't think I've seen him since he graduated. Well, he every summer he goes down to the Cali. Yeah, he goes down his to dad California. Lives there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah, Col- The thing about Colton is like, like I didn't really hang out with his group. Like, like he he had his core friends who I think he's still friends with to this day. Yeah, I never hung out with them, but like all those kids are like literally the nicest kids. Like, mm-hmm. th- and like Colt's super nice. Oh, like the nicest guy yeah. like i like the thing is is like i never had any issues with those kids whatsoever in high school and like they were like the kids who like would like hang out at the stairs and like smoke cigs and like like they yeah. were just those kids but you want to know why it's because they're fucking chill they're chill man they i just love those don't guys. give a fuck like like just hey like i'm not gonna just be cool like i'm it's not gonna fine. i'm not gonna drop all their names but like anybody who's in colton pierce's friend group knows if if, if they're listening you guys are all Super nice. Just not as sexy as Colton, apparently. No, no. Um, who was the kid that played with us? He was tall as shit, and he was a soccer player. He was a goalie. <sighs> you know who I'm talking about. Soccer po- Oh, Parker Ross. Parker Ross. Yeah. He's like 6'5". He was our safety. He yeah. was our safety or our wing. Then we had another guy. Yeah. He No, he was a he was a fullback. He played fullback. Fullback. That, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. He was our fullback. And then we had another guy who played wing who was like six two, and we had another guy who was over six feet. Yeah, like, but like, I'm talking like, like, like our flat, like Dean, Dean, Dean is built like, like that kid. I'm oh. telling you, that kid is such oh. a good player. I like, fucking love Dean. He is. Such I love watching him play. I know he's such a truck, but you know what the thing, the thing that amazed me about Dean is he came because he immigrated here. Like I can't remember when from he was where, but Jordan was that it? Yeah. Okay. Anyways, he immigrated here from Jordan. Didn't know anybody. Didn't have any friends or whatever. He just happened to come out to rugby at yeah. whatever age, whenever like grade nine, because 
year older than you. So he came out and played in grade nine or grade 10 or whatever. And he fell in love with the sport. I think, I think he played a couple years before that. He said he played like grade, I think he played grade seven. And then I don't know if he played. Oh, was he playing? I'm wonder if they had, well, maybe they had programs back then. I don't know. But because he played, because he was a soccer player too. Yeah. He was, and he injured himself one year playing soccer. He broke his like foot or some shit and he was out for half the season. You talk to him now. Best decision. He loves rugby. He plays for SFU. I don't know if he still does. He but doesn't anymore, but he did. He did and he, for a, a year or two. Yeah, like, and he got like rookie of the year, yeah. and MVP, and dude, he's like such a good player. And like, like, like that thing. The thing about him is like, regardless of where you were on the field, if you gave him the ball, you know you were like okay. Like you he had, was, he was like security. Like you know what I mean. Like he's he just, could run with it. He was a great passer, great kicker. He was a great all. Oh, he was so good at kicking. He was an all around like awesome, ideal, like ideal player. He was a great ten. He was a great ten. He could run with the ball. He could pass the ball. He could fucking hit. He was like, and a, he was so good defensively. So good. He'd lay motherfuckers out. He'd blow. Th- he would blow through rocks. Yeah. He would blow through rocks. He was yeah. awesome defensively. You know and, what? No, continue. Sorry, sorry. Oh, I'll tell you after. he would blow through rocks. He was awesome defensively. He could run. He could kick. He could pass. Yeah. But the best part about Dean, the reason that I loved him so much as a player, and for me to be his coach, he was smart. Yeah. And he was calm, and he was always collected, and he always was. Dude, that kid. He was. He was always focused and relaxed. He never ever got hot-headed no. he never played a, like angry or pissed off he was always calm cool and collected the entire time the entire game an example of that is i don't remember i don't know if you remember but it was we played some surrey team at walnut grove like the first game of the when i was in grade 11 and the first game we shit kicked this surrey team and their captain who was a dick i don't know his name but if you're listening fuck you <laughs> um like the hat like Halftime, the re- the ref blew the whistle out because Dean tackled the kid outside of the the sidelines, and like I don't know if you remember, but like when Dean tackled him, Dean fell and the kid stood standing outside of the the field, and the kid when the ref blew the whistle, the kid whipped the ball at Dean's face. I do remember those. Yeah, if you're listening, fuck that kid, honestly. <laughs> like, like I don't know. And the thing is, is Dean didn't even react to it. Dean just got up and was like, "I'm good." Like, yeah. Like, how do you do but, that? But that's the best thing to do. Because if like, you get up and you start throwing bombs, he's going to get a penalty. You're yeah, going to get a penalty. Nobody out. wins. Yeah. But if you if you just... Take if you, it. If you get up and you just look back at him and you just do whatever and yeah. walk away, it's just like... I know. Fuck you, Kid's bitch. a stud. She's like, eh, that was a weak-ass throw. I and I, I see him you, all you, the... You call, that a, you call that a fucking throw? Psh, whatever. I, s- I see Dean all the time at my school because we go to the same school. And, like, I'll talk to him for a minute or two here and there. And, like... He's literally the exact same as I remember. Just like the nicest kid. I know. So quiet. Always, always asks what I'm doing. Just like a great person. Yeah. He's a beauty. He's such a, he's a, that's yeah. He's a, just a good guy. He's a super good guy. He's super nice, yeah. super calm, cool and collected. If I can, if I can say something, the one player I enjoyed watching more than anybody was pinball. <laughs> <laughs> that little tub of goo going give him the ball let him run yeah oh yeah fuck. no he's just like he was like what maybe five three five three but uh, like yeah probably Actually, like yeah he was fucking short but like okay we call him pinball because 
Like, he was a short, stocky kid, and, like, I don't know what, if, if it was his low center of gravity, but... It was, he was so, because he... Because they'd have to get down so low to tackle yes. him that he would just run him over. But this kid literally would score, like, anywhere from, like, two to four tries a game. And just, like, not even, like, it's not like he was fast, because he was a, he was a, he was a forward. Yeah. But he would just truck through everybody. Yeah, it was, it was, it was his, because he was so small. Yeah. It's... So like even myself like I was like six two when I was playing in grade yeah. twelve, right? He's a foot shorter than me. He's a foot shorter than me. Yeah. And then, then he squats down as he's running. How do you how do you get? How to the his fuck legs do you tackle that without it being a high tackle? Exactly, that's and that's why he was so useful. I know. Just give him the player. ball, and he would just be pinball, and he just. I wonder. Go, beep, I, beep, 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 do you know? Do you know if he kept playing after grade twelve? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I just I. He's an amazing player. He was he was a really good player. He was a really 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 good player. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was a pretty good squad. That was, and it was just like, uh, I don't know. I wish I wish we could have played that team one more time because I feel like if we did, it would have been a different outcome because we wouldn't known how they how they played and how reliant. Because the thing is, is we had like, like I'm not taking anything away from our backs because we had good backs, but like we were like, like as a scrum, like. I mostly, when I thought pass, I would think like a rhino, like to the forwards, because we had great forwards. Well, the thing with that was, is like, we did have a strong forward pack. We yeah. we had a stronger forward pack than we did our than our backs. We just naturally yeah. did. But a, a consequence, or not a consequence, but the the catalyst behind that was the fact that me, your head coach, was a forward. Yeah. I didn't fuck. I don't know back plays, motherfucker. Like I just, I tried to get a backs coach out there. I couldn't find one. I know. So I'm just like, hey, Dean, go coach your guys. I might like. Right. I don't know what the fuck. I know you want we basically to do. coached ourselves, but yeah. like another tip to Dean. Dean was so smart that he literally taught all of us how to play backs. Yeah. I didn't know shit about scrum when I started. Like grade eight, I didn't know fuck all. Yeah. Piper, like I remember, I played. I think I played inside center grade eight. First practice, a grade nine rolls around. Piper's like, yep, you're on nine. I'm like, uh, I could like hardly pass a ball. And like by the end of the year, I was like, like, I'm not, I'm not cocky by any means. I don't think I was a great rugby player, but like I was 10 times better the player I was at the beginning of the year, mostly because of Dean, hundred percent. Yeah. Like that kid, like he would make a great coach, like a backs coach. He'd be a great coach. He'd be a great player. Like I hope, I think, yeah, I think he'd be, I think he'd be a fantastic coach. I think it'd be really uh, interesting to see him kind of get affiliated with some sort of a club, yeah, and go sure. go in there as like a back specialist or a, something. Yeah, he's just he's got so much talent. Because when he played for SFU, I think he played fullback because he fullback did, or wing or something. Because like he had that. such a strong kick, he yeah. had such strong kick, and he was so good defensively. I think he played fullback, but if he went, if he got part of some sort some sort of organization or whatever for like kids or something or, or whatever and went back as went there and coached and helped as a back specialist i think it'd be awesome 100 percent. i think it'd be awesome now you said that you and him go to the same school both sfu uh ufv in abbotsford oh right yeah he played for sfu yes but he went to ufv yes what are you taking out in ufv um right now i'm taking my i'm getting my bachelor's degree in crim so mm -hmm. criminology. So it's four years long. Um, I am in my third year. And then after that, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I'm like, I've always wanted to do law, but 
I don't know. The more law classes I take at my university, the more I don't know if it's because, like, I'm not looking for an out, but like, I've I haven't done the best in them. Mm-hmm. But it's also like I'm not trying to like use my teachers as a scapegoat or anything because it's not hundred hundred percent their fault. But I've always had shitty professors when it comes to my law classes. That like I as far as learning, I learn better when we like through examples and through like. Like, I hate being the type of, like, student that has to read, like, all these different chapters in the book, and that's everything we learn. Mm. Like, I like I like learning, like, you like being cases engaged. and, like, yeah. stuff like that. Like, like, interactive stuff. I hate, I fucking, I hate having my head in a book. Brother, you're not the only one. I know. I know. It's fucking brutal trying to learn that. Way. Yeah. And it's, like, it's not even to mention, it's, like, a lot of the teachers expect you to come into their class with, like, a background of like the shit you're going to learn. And it's like, that's not the case. And that's why a lot of kids do bad. Like I'm taking a criminal law class right now. And like, I got, I think I got like 75% on my first exam and every other kid, like the class average was 55. Terrible. And like, I'm not like, again, I'm not trying to put down my teacher, but like, I think that speaks a little bit on the teacher. If the whole class is doing that bad, like does not say something, but And I know, man, it's shitty, dude. Well, what, so what was the idea about going into criminology? Did you want to become a cop? Did you want to become Um, a lawyer? So I wanted to become a lawyer hundred percent. Like since I've been little, it's kind of like what I'm into. Like, but the more I take the classes, the more I get interested in like, like not the policing side of it, but like, like I like learning about like, like psychopaths and like stuff like that. (laughs) Like, I, I mean, you could put myself in there. You like getting <laughs> sick and twisted? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I don't know. And like, there's a lot of podcasts I listen to that focus on like true crime stuff. Like, I don't know if you listen to any. Well, but, what are, which uh, ones? Okay. Well, like a good one I listen to is Sword and Scale. It's like, he, ta- he okay. So he basically does like, r- like overviews of cases. He just reads like, like what happens and he just kind of like, he just, Explains he does it in a very it. dramatic way, but Anyways. And then they looked in the carpet and found her hair. Dude, for real. One of the episodes, they find a girl in a tree. In a fucking tree. Like dead? Yeah, dude. This girl, this guy was... Okay, so if if anyone hasn't listened to Sword and Scale, listen to it. Are you saying sail or scale? Sword as in like a sword SW. Yeah. And then scale as in like... like Weight. The type I look at in disbelief. When I realize how much I've gained. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways. Back oh, that to was story. fucking funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> not even a lie though. Oh, um, that's funny. So, anyways, uh, like, like for example, like one of the cases, he's talking about this guy who like kidnapped these two ladies, and like, um, that when they search his house, dude, they go in, and his whole house is filled with leaves leaves like he's got big garbage bags of leaves spread out everywhere his whole floor is like five feet high in leaves everywhere is covered in leaves so they're like i don't know he he was like a schizophrenic or something and uh they they ended up getting him to confess and they're like take us to where the bodies are and he takes them to this big oak tree and he carved the like a big hole in this i don't i don't know how he did it or if it was just naturally a big hole but he stuffed bodies in a tree because he wanted them to like come back as a tree or something. And that's why he was crazy. Like, and and, and it's cool because I like this podcast because like he goes over like cases that are like never in the media, never. 
Like stuff like you wouldn't even like believe. And like there was uh like he, like do you remember I think it was 2008 that Asian guy on the Greyhound bus, he severed the dude's head. Yes. He goes over that, like stuff like that. I do remember that. That was fucked. That was crazy. Basically this this individual who I guess was schizophrenic who was never diagnosed was on this Greyhound and he took a machete in the middle of this like 12 hour bus ride and he started stabbing this dude. So the bus driver pulls over, everybody piles out, they lock the bus door. This dude's severing this dude's head and uh, he's eating it and like he's like pulling out his eyes and throwing them at the windows and shit like that. Just shit that's like so crazy. And you know what, you know what blows my mind is he was in he was in a mental institution for five years, five or seven years or something, and he's now living in in Winnipeg, in the same town as my cousin. With, listen to this. You want to tell your cousin to stay the fuck away? With no supervision, no guarantees that he's taking his uh, pills. Yeah, his pills. Nothing. No supervision. Nothing. And he's living within the community within ten years. Jesus Christ. That's scary. Like, I'm into, like, stuff like this. Like, this is the stuff that, like, like I can watch true crime shows for days. <laughs> I love it. Like, me and my girlfriend, we literally, like, we'll sit in my bed and we'll literally watch, like, a whole show. Just back to back to back. And we're, like, me and her are both into it. And it's sick. Like, it's... it's and Okay. I feel, so then, other than, like, being a lawyer, being a cop... Like, I don't know. Maybe, like... Like, my neighbor who lives across from me he's i'm not gonna name his name or anything but joe yeah we'll name him joe so joe is a very high-ranking individual who works for the emergency response team who which is basically like when shit is going down like i'm not talking like like a bank robbery i'm talking like like a like 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 for example he he was uh he was one of the guys who arrested the bacon brothers Mm. like when they know where they are and they like they basically like like search warrants and stuff like that, like the crazy shit, the SWAT stuff. Mm-hmm. That's him, and like that stuff really interests me. So like maybe something along the lines of like working for like the emergency response team or some form of like like private investigator maybe. But I'm leaning more towards that. The more I get into it, it's the more it interests me. So you almost want to, you almost want to be in the field for a little bit and then try and get on a more specialized yeah, squad for sure. So like maybe going to policing and then from there because like emergency response team everybody's a police officer it's just like a kind of like a section of yeah. policing so maybe like that or like gang task force something along the lines detective uh, detective it's a very fancy term you can be an inspector gadget yeah for sure i know but shit like that like i don't know that's that stuff interests me and like i know it's weird and like I know it's kind of fucked up. Like a lot of people are like, oh, "You're into that? You like that shit?" Here's what the thing, the though, fuck? man. Everybody does, man. Everybody likes. Everybody it. likes weird shit. Because here, here's the thing. Some people like feet. Some people do like feet. I like my feet because they they allow me to stand up. But that's about it. But like, what I mean is like everybody. We're humans, man. And we like everybody likes their own shit. We like carnage. Like we just do. There's a reason that. We can't look away from a car accident or there's a reason that when we're on Instagram and you're just flicking through and you see like, 
UFC, like a brutal knockout, you I watch it. it like seven times. I know. You're like, oh, and, and like, wait, wait, let me see that again. Oh, he got fucked up. Wait, one more time. Oh, look at his jaw. And you send it to like six of your buddies. Look at this guy get fucked. You know what? You know what's crazy is like, like, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge UFC fan. Like, I'm going to watch it this weekend. Like, I'm. Is I, it here in Vancouver? No, it's it's Madison Square Garden, UFC 230. It's against it's Cormier versus Lewis. But anyways, I, whoa, I, are you going to? The I'm game? not going, but I'm going to a bar to watch it. Okay, with my friends. So there anyways, we go. Yeah, that's quite the difference. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm going to UFC. Oh, it's in Vancouver. No, it's Madison no. Square Garden. You're going. Yeah. All the way there. No, no. I, I wish I had that money. But anyways. Who's fighting? Cormier. Daniel Cormier versus Derek Lewis. Didn't Cormier and Lewis just fight? No. So Not like against each other, but didn't they just fight recently? Correct. Lewis fought less less than a month ago. When he's, yeah. He's, he has a title fight. And then what's funny is like the post-fight interview, Joe Rogan, who we both <laughs> love very dearly. I know what you want to say. Um, say it. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan interviewed Derek Lewis and he's like, Oh, like, why are your shorts off? And he's like, dog, my balls was hot. <laughs> and there's like, dude, he, he, no joke. I was scrolling through Instagram today and he, he did a sponsored ad for like some company and it was like ball cream. Like no joke. The label said ball cream and the other Perfect. one said like sack cream and shit like that. Keep he's those like, balls nice and cool. Yeah, exactly. But Gotta anyways, stay relaxed. Yeah. So, and like, it's weird. Cause like. Rogan was like, oh, like, like, do you think you're in line for a title shot? He's like, fuck that, dog. Like, I need to get my ass into a gym. I don't, I'm not ready for a title fight. And Three now he's days fighting later, for the title. guess who's fighting for a title? So heavyweight title then. Yeah. So did they make Cormier drop the... So he hasn't dropped it yet, but as soon as... So he holds the light heavyweight and the heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. As soon as... Because Jones versus Gustafson is in December. Fuck. Jones making his return. <sighs> I'm not going to speak about that out of my opinions on Jones. I'm not, a, I'm not as talented as he is. I think he's a piece of shit. Oh, anyways, anyways, you better hope so, he's not listening. I know. I know. So anyways, uh, he, as soon as that fight starts, Derek Lewis automatically gets stripped, but it's risky. Cause if Derek Lewis loses the cause the whole plan is that Derek Lewis is going to fight Brock Lesnar next year. It's the plan. Joey Diaz says it's fucking set in stone. That's what so, you think's gonna happen. Yeah. Anyways, um, so because Lesnar came in and confronted Cormier at the yeah, end. Yeah. So th- I think, like, I think that was all planned. Cause no, dude. Okay. People always like shit on the WWE, dude, for I, being like okay. fake and scripted. We're gonna talk about that, that after this. Fucking the end of that fight. That was scripted. iconic. Vince McMahon was in the fucking back. Orchestrating the whole thing. 100% all right, was all right, planned. All right, Cormier. Lesnar only came out at the heavyweight title fight. He wasn't in the stands. And then as soon as Cormier versus uh, Miocic started. It was all fucking set Of up. course. And then Cormier acted surprised. He's like, Lesnar came in and shoved him. And he's like, what the hell, dude? Like, no, I, that I, shit was planned as fuck. It was, it was so fake. It, it was, was so corny. It was so scripted. But hold on, hold on. Can we talk about for a moment the part that I don't think was scripted? Was when Brock came in and he shoves Cormier. I don't then, think it was either. And then Cormier's corner man shoved Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I don't think they knew. That motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> he's the only, I think he's probably the only person on the face of the earth that has shoved Brock Lesnar and not then been pummeled. Knock the fuck out, dog. He's the luckiest person on the face of the earth because he was small too. I know. And he shoved Brock Lesnar and Brock just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. 
fuck. I know. And that was fake as fuck. So the whole the whole sketchy business with like Lewis's upcoming or yeah, no, Cormier's upcoming fight is Cormier. With Lewis. Yes, with Lewis. So the UFC basically like the whole Lesnar Cormier thing is a done deal. Like Lesnar has like stopped taking steroids. He's getting tested shit like that for March because once Lewis turns 40 in March, he's not fighting. That's like guaranteed fact. So Cormier is going to fight Lesnar next year in March. That's the plan. But if they had no main event for this card coming up and then they were like, fuck it, let's just throw this together. UFC wants Lewis or Cormier to win. Everybody wants Cormier to win. Fans kind of want Lewis to win just because he's a like comedic. Yeah, because he had that funny bit. But the thing is, is he's the flavor of the week. Yeah, Lewis has so much power that if Lewis connects with Cormier, like I don't know, Cormier, he has a good shin. But if Lewis knocks him out, their whole plans with Cormier versus Lesnar goes to shit. So the whole UFC, I think, made this fight hoping and expecting Cormier to win. Well. And when is it? This weekend? It's, yeah, this weekend on Saturday night. So, oh, shit. It's, I don't know. It's a good card. Like, where, where are you going to watch it? Uh, Wild Wings. I've never been to Wild Wings. You know what? Like, I, I went there for the first time a few months ago. Me and my girlfriend went with, like, a bunch of my friends. And, like, I got a, I got a drink, food, and watch the fights for 20 bucks. I mean, that's the best part about going to a bar to watch the fights is that you get the fights for free. Unless they charge cover. Yeah, but you just don't fucking go to those places. You just go to a place where you get it for free. Exactly. That's the only fucking reason this guy goes to Oak and Thorn. I haven't, like, I I haven't been there yet. The new one. You're not missing anything, buddy. I feel like. You know what? Hold on. You're younger than me. Yeah. I'm an old buck. See. I need to be taken out the pasture and put to bed. Yeah. It's, it's, see, to me. Definitely more your speed. To me, that place is like. It's like a high school fucking reunion. A lot of it is. Like, and and it's 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 like for you it, is, it would be not for me. What it is is yeah, because I'm I'm only twenty, but like, it's like a high school reunion for me. But what it is is like it's a place where people go right when they turn nineteen. Yeah. It's like yeah, and like, like I don't know. I'm not really like into clubbing. Like I don't go clubbing. Like I just it's, I don't know. I just don't, not that I don't have the money, but I just, I can't justify going out and spending $10 every drink, every time I wanted to have a drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, like I can, I can drink quite a bit. So like I could easily like going downtown, I could drop like 300 bucks on booze and like a cab. No problem. Yeah. And it's like, I'm a student who I don't even work right now. No. So I'm just living off my summer money and I like, I can't afford to just go drop $300 on no. drinks and shit. Like, no. Fuck. And like, like the only people who I know can are people who are working and like, I like, like awesome. Like if I had money, I probably would too, but I'm in school, man. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in school. I can't do that shit. You know what the thing that everybody, okay. Everybody in high school, you always think like, oh, I can't wait to turn 19 and go to the bars and go to the clubs and go do this and go do that. It's not that great. As soon as you'll realize it's not very fun and you'll. You'll dream of the days of house parties. You, exactly my point. Anybody live, you know live in the now. Anybody who's in high school who is like, oh, I can't wait to graduate, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you literally go to school. You do fucking nothing. You go to house parties and you live under your parents' roof for free with no bills. Why would you not want to stay in high school? If I could yeah. live every day in grade 11, I would. It's the easiest, easiest time of your life. 
easiest time and the funnest. Like, I don't know. I just, I just wish like I could go back to high school and like even grade 12 is fun. Like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things where it was different for you guys. They they got more rules. Dude, we skipped so much. Dude, did you ever hear about what flex time is? What? Flex, yeah, flex time. It's like so an insta- hour every day where you get to devote to homework and yeah. shit. So instead of you guys getting tutorial Wednesdays, yeah. which means and you get no off doubles. And no right, doubles. and no double blocks anymore. You have flex time, and it's like the second block of the day is yeah. flex. It's like basically like an hour, Free time. 45 minutes where you get to go to whatever class, do whatever homework. Yeah. And legit, that shit turned into whoever, like the most creative ways to sneak out of school. Yeah. I remember like, uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone dressed up as like an old lady or something and like was walking through like this, the fucking grad lot and like hopped in their car and took off. But like, if you got caught, like, fuck, you were screwed. <laughs> they took that shit so serious. And, like, I know they're way I, more I, serious. I, about I heard it now, now like if you get caught, you get an in-school suspension. Oh, that shit's crazy. Fucking ridiculous. We got off, dude, my buddy, my buddy, Matt. Matt Ramson? Oh, fuck. He disappeared. He's a great guy. I like Matt. He disappeared like the last three months of school. I shit you not. Like we didn't know where he fucking was. Just MIA. He was gone. He was just gone. He just took off. Like he was never in school. No. He was never around. I never understood how like, like, like there was like, I'm not going to name anybody, but there was like a few girls who I knew who like, I would see him at school like once every like two weeks. I know. And they like walk the stage with me and I'm like, what the fuck? How? Here I'm stressing out about homework and these girls are never going to class, never doing shit. But, but you think back now, did you need to stress that much? Fuck no. Hell no, dude. University is literally a nightmare compared to that shit. High school is so fucking easy. <laughs> I have a 35 page uh, paper due in like three weeks that's based on like criminal procedure. Talk about the most mind-numbing shit you've ever heard of in your life. Like About as dry as the desert. Yeah, and then I dream of days about writing papers in History 12 on, like, <laughs> the Roman Empire and shit like that. And the, I'm like, fuck. the fucking battle. Yeah, and, like, <sighs> World War II and shit. Like, oh, like, I wish. I wish I could have those assignments it as my university assignments. It was so much assignments. easier back in high school. And, like, it, I'm not taking anything away from, like, the criminology side of shit, but, like, if you're going into policing, why do you need to know how to write a 35-page paper on, like, criminal procedure? It has nothing to do with policing. Well, you could always just drop out and become a cop. Yeah, but a lot of, uh, like, if you're going RCMP, thing is, is, like, for me, I don't think I would ever do RCMP just because they can call you up any day and be like, hey, you're going to Toronto. Or not Toronto, because on, Ontario is Ontario Provincial Police. But, like, they could be like, hey, you're going to... Manitoba or something and I'm like I don't want that I want like security of knowing where I'm gonna go to work every day go try and get a job VPD yeah actually like do do you know yeah Austin Balance played great when I was grade 10 he played with us for a year anyways his dad is like I don't don't know how high ranking he is in VPD but he's like well I play with a guy who's VPD now yeah he graduated with me he's VPD now really who Zach Guy Zach Guy's VPD yeah isn't he's like a peace officer or whatever, but he's yeah, really split same shit. But like, that's crazy, man. Like, if honestly, if you're under like 25, hold the fuck. We need to pause for a minute. Breaking news from the bottle podcast I am drinking the Bridge Brewing Company at North Shore, Vancouver. It's called the Fuzz, 
Is it like peach? It's a milkshake IPA. Oh. Let me go through the contents of this. Brewed with North Shore water. Normal. Whatever. Pale malt. Sure. Okay. Wheat malt. Whatever. Yum. Flaked oats. That's, yeah, that's common. Caramel Viennin malt. Ooh. A little different. Uh, lactose in beer. Magnum hops. Citri hops. Okay, you're speaking Spanish. Amarillo hops. Peach juice. London ale three yeast. This is the fruitiest fucking strangest beer I think I've ever drank in before. Milkshake. Peach milkshake. Huh. Yeah. It's like a peach milkshake. It's very odd. Mild, hoppy, light in color, and very light on the roast. That's really weird. It's very strange. If you want to drink a fucking weird-ass beer, go with the fuzz from Bridge. Okay, continue. I don't even remember where I was at. Oh, Zach Guy. Zach Guy. Police officer. Yeah, no, that shit's crazy, man. If you're, like, if you're under... Like, if you're under 20, even, like, 27, and you're, like, hired with, like, a police force, that shit's crazy. Like, you're doing something good. Yeah. So, for him, like, he's, what, 23, 24? Yeah, 24. That's that's impressive. That's amazing. So, good for him. That's crazy. Isn't, uh, who else is police? What about Zach Laliberte? Is no. It, no? He's a, like, general contractor carpenter. Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. Wrong At person. least that's what he was. That motherfucker got engaged. Yeah, he did to Bella Bullcock. Him and Bella got Congrats. engaged. Zach's a super nice guy. He's beauty. Yeah, Bella's super nice too. I yeah. remember. I never like actually had any conversations with her, but I know she was kind of friends with my sister. And like whenever I did talk to her, which was very rare, she was super nice. So. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, they were she's together a total for sweetheart. what, like two issues? Yeah, a couple years. Two but they've always been friends. That's yeah, the thing. yeah, yeah. They were like the same friend group. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, though. Good for them. It's weird, man. Like, I remember moving here and, like, knowing these kids in, like, elementary school. And now I'm, like, watching them get engaged and have kids and shit. And I'm like, holy crap. Dude, I'm watching, like, people that I know that are getting married and having kids. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Here I am living in my parents' house rent-free. You know what? (laughs) Here's the thing, though. They're all living in their parents' house, too. True. Because. Or they're living in, like, an apartment or basement suite or whatever. Yeah. Nobody can afford to buy a fucking house. Which Shit's is, a nightmare. It's fucking brutal. I don't get it. Like, And it's scary because like, okay, actually, this this was one going to be one of my talking points is the whole, I guess, I don't know if, I wouldn't consider you a millennial. I think millennials are anybody who's like... 90, isn't it 97 to like 2000 something? No. Bigger, bigger than that think so anyways I, i'm a 98 so i'm considered a millennial and like i fucking hate that shit i hate i i got i used to get into arguments with my grandpa about it all the time he'd be like you kids are you don't do anything i'm like listen here motherfucker <laughs> listen here i'm grandpa. in five university courses i fucking like i have a girlfriend like I, I have a lot of shit on my plate i work like here's let me let me speak to this let me speak because i've thought about this there's one there's one key aspect is like, my dad was 19 when he bought his first house. When the fuck have you ever heard of somebody being that young nowadays buying a house? Here's the thing, because I've thought about this a lot. Yeah. Okay. When my dad bought his first home, family home, yeah, it was $85,000. Mm-hmm. Okay? Fast forward to today, that same house 
today in this market goes for anywhere between five hundred and six hundred thousand dollars, which means the cost of that for a starter family home has increased by five hundred percent, five hundred to six hundred percent. Like wages have not gone up that much. No, and expenses have gone up. You pay for an internet. You need internet. You You're need fucked. you need internet. You need Wi-Fi. At you home. need iMessage, dog. It has to it has to be a thing. You need a cell phone, and you need to have a cell phone plan. You need a well, not necessarily. You don't you don't need a car, depending on. No, but you probably probably do. You do. You probably do. Yeah. You need a car. Insurance rates are the fucking insane. I paid five grand this year for insurance. Gas prices are insane right now. Everything is more expensive. Even if you put inflation into it, yeah. Like these things, like. It is so much more expensive. It's ridiculous. Just look at the house. Five, the price of the house has gone up by 500%. 500%. Are you getting paid 500% more than what your dad was getting paid when he was fucking 20? Uh, fuck no. Fuck no. Yeah. Absolutely not. And so like, you know what you can go tell your grandpa? Fuck. Hey, just eat your fucking uh, split pea and ham soup, motherfucker. Chill, yeah. dog. He's kind of fucking struggling. He's kind of dead, but yeah. <laughs> he's Grandpa, if you're listening to this, I love you. But, well, you're acting. But now I sound you. like a dick. No, no, no. Look at Garnet. If, if you're listening, a big fuck you. I love you, but you were kind of a dick sometimes. <laughs> Great guy, awesome grandpa. Literally fucking miss him like shit. But like he never. He had such like a like a, like like an old school way of thinking. And he's like he like sees me living at my parents' house for free and shit. And he was like. You kids never do anything, blah, blah, blah. You have everything given to you. It's like, man, if I could afford to buy a fucking house at 19, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. My dad bought his house at 19. Mm-hmm. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And like, you're lucky. I was like, I was watching Global News. You're lucky if you can own a house before 34. I know. What the fuck? I know. Like, how how is that? even like realistic for anybody who's growing up here nowadays? It's like, not. how am I supposed to buy a house? I can't. No. See ya, BC. Yeah. It, but it's it's the same everywhere. It's not as bad. BC's fucking horrible. But it's... It, Toronto. Toronto's terrible too. Toronto's terrible. Alberta's terrible. Everywhere's terrible right it's, now. It's, it's all just gone expensive. up exponentially. Like, it's so fucking expensive. Granted, I did see a bullshit Facebook. You know those stupid lists you always see when you're scrolling through Facebook and it's like, top 10... Those I fucking hate. Okay. Hey, hey, in my defense, we live in the second greatest city in the world. According to, or no, sorry, the second most expensive city in the world. What was number one? Uh, I think it was, I think it was Singapore. No. Is that a country? I don't know. Singapore. Yeah. Singapore yeah. It's, 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 oh, I can't remember what the exact city was, but like I know we expensive were. Expensive what? Like to live? Yeah. Just, just all in all. Like housing, just cost of living. Well, fuck. If we're not number one, we're definitely number two. Yeah. So I think I think I've seen us ranking anywhere from like two to three. Like, and you know what the other part is too, is that we get ranked. Here's like our top rankings for like let's just say Vancouver to make yeah. it easy. Our like top rankings for Vancouver is like most expensive place to live. Yep. Most beautiful place to visit. Unreal. And population the least happiest. Which we is weird. always get that one. But you know what I would attribute 
that too is probably like people are, a lot of people are unhappy because they're stressed out of their fucking mind for financial reasons yeah nobody can afford to be here and everybody is nobody wants to leave because it's so fucking beautiful four seasons i love it <laughs> and um yeah man it everybody's sucks. just fucking struggling i know but it, as, as much as i like as much as i talk shit about living here because it's expensive as hell I love it. I know. I love it. Like beautiful place. It's like, yeah, it's to me, it's like the nicest place to live. Like you're within like 30 minutes of a mountain. You're within 30 minutes of a beach, a lake, anywhere. Like yeah. it's, it's, and you get all four seasons. Like yeah. I, I can never live in like Arizona or Vegas where it's just hot all year round. I couldn't do that. Whereas like here you get a little bit of everything. I've definitely thought, and I've talked to, I've talked to my girlfriend and I've, I've talked to my parents when I talked to, I've talked to my, like I'll talk to my dad about this more yeah, than my mom. Yeah. But like when I talked to my mom about it, she started to cry. I was like, about moving about like, yeah, I was like, yeah, I might have to move to like Calgary or something like that. And, it and she's like, what? I'm like, well, how do you live here? It's fucking cheaper. Like it's so expensive to live here. And she's like, you can't move to Calgary. Yeah. I'm like, the fuck you want to do? Like, you gonna are give you going to pay for my mortgage yeah. mom? Like, like, I mean, if you, you want, want to, but yeah. chances are you're not going to. So I have to do something that's going to benefit my life. But like every, there's not like, I don't know anybody who's going to be able to buy a house without getting their parents to co-sign. Yeah. Like all the parents are going to have to co-sign. Everybody's. Crazy. And you know what the other thing is too, is like my like ideal setup is to be able to have a host that has like some sort of a basement suite that I can get like a family member into. Yeah. Like, like, or like, like, yeah, like. Like a brother. Well, like what he, what I want to happen, I want to buy a place, and that me and my girlfriend live in. Yeah. And then her dad sells his place and moves in and pockets whatever five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. He's just chilling in the bank five hundred grand. Yeah. And then he just lives in my basement for yeah, the rest of for his sure. life. Yeah, for sure. For like like, and he can just live the way he wants. He can go on vacations whenever he wants. He can yeah. Do whatever he wants. He's, got, he's he's rolling in the dough now. Yeah. No, for and he sure. can retire. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's 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 a tough time for young people for sure unless you have your foot on the ground like I don't know I don't know how we're going to do it. It's scary. Well, like my brother, I got an older brother who's 27. Yeah. 20 27 and he bought his place. He bought his home right before the bubble. Ooh, like right ex- before everything started to go up. Right before everything started to go up. Yeah. So he bought I think he bought his place for around like 380. Yeah. It's worth like $800,000. It's crazy. 8 Hundred thousand dollars. The next home he's gonna buy is a million dollar home. I know, and you, it's 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 crazy, but I, I don't know. I've been hearing that it's slowing down quite a bit. It's slowing down, and it's gonna come but back. People are still buying. But people are well. People are still buying because they fucking need to. Because they're because yeah. they're like, oh, I have a ch- maybe. I have a chance now. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is too is like it's still fucking five hundred percent higher than it was twenty years ago. Yeah, and you know what? You know what's crazy is look at like Willoughby, for example. Oh my God! Look to Two O Eight Street. I worked. I worked all summer on uh, like Two O Third and Seventy Second, like right along Two Hundred. Did you ever see that big pond that was going in? Like it's on the like. Say you're driving towards Willowbrook Mall. Mm-hmm. Like when you pa- like, on what Two Hundred? Yeah, the, there's a huge pond. Where? Uh, like, like right after the, the new McDonald's on 200th, if you're going southbound anyways, there's a big ass pond, but I worked for like four months. Oh, the new McDonald's. Okay. So there's a big pond that's like on the on left th- heading down, heading yeah. down the hill yeah. on the left. Yeah. 
There's a pond there? Like before the hill. Like before before 72nd. Before or after McDonald's? Yeah, bef- after. Like going towards... Anyway. Oh, yes, 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 yes. There's yes, a yes. huge pond. Anyways, that like... Because I know the inside scoop on that shit because I worked there. Um, that whole block from 200 to 208, believe it or not, is going to be townhouses. Mm-hmm. And then the side where McDonald's is is high rises. Yeah. High rises in Walnut Grove. I believe it, man. Well, it's crazy. outside of Walnut Grove, but I believe it. It's crazy. So many houses going up. I believe it. Yeah. Anyways, you're going to talk about my shirt, hey? Fuck yeah, I'm going to talk about your shirt. What do you think of it? You know who that motherfucker is? Of course I do. Who's that motherfucker on your shirt? It is, uh, for anybody who knows wrestling, it's uh, it's a WCW legend. Fuck. It's, Go- it's Goldberg. It's fucking Goldberg. It's not the WWE Goldberg that they fucked over. It's the no. WCW it's the beast. It's the fucking and like, champ. Like like when we were, when we got here, you were making fun of me for my shoes and shit, which is cool. Your they're, shoes are fucking ridiculous. They're There's, gold. They're gold and okay. shiny. Okay. okay. And I saw you walking across the street. It's raining. You know what he was doing, ladies and gentlemen? He had his hoverboard out because he didn't want to get his shoes no, right. That is not true. <laughs> I've okay. I I'm an anti hoverboarder. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, this shirt's like. It's it's never worn and it's from 1998. Like I'm I'm very weird when it comes to fashion. I'm into like very vintage stuff. Like like what we were talking. You hit up the thrift shop. Yeah, exactly. I, me and my girlfriend do it literally three times a week. Jesus. And like one of my friends owns like a like a vintage store where he sells like this is where I got it from. Oh shit. Yeah. So he owns like a vintage store and yeah, man. I'm just been rocking that shit lately because I don't know. Okay. Hold on. I'm a, I'm a test you here. Okay. 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 Cause you're rocking, you're rocking Goldberg, and you're like, oh yeah, it's Goldberg. WCW. Mind you, I'm not. Hold I'm on, not, hold on, hold on. You're rocking Goldberg, and you're like, yeah, it's fucking Goldberg, WCW, not the WWE, because he got fucked over. Yeah. So you're acting like you know a lot of shit. You're acting like you, you're acting like okay, you know my, who fucking Goldberg is. Let me ask you a fucking question. What is Goldberg's fucking finisher? Uh, his finisher is what's it, what's it called? Oh my god! Shh, what's it what's it called? Shh. What's it fucking called? Don't talk! Clay? Don't talk! Clay, what's it called? Don't talk! It's it's oh my god! Um, how, how does he put his fucking opponent away for the one two three? Okay, well he has two. He has a spear. Uh huh. Oh, he, that's fucking easy. Okay. So does Batista. So does Roman Reigns. Okay. So does fucking uh, half the fucking roster. Oh, I can't. I can't. What is his fucking finisher? You walk in here uh, sh- with a Goldberg shirt on, and you tell me you don't know. Oh, he does the spear. Yeah. Sh- he also no. kicks people. Bruh. Don't. Just just wait. Wait, wait, wait. Um, oh, I know it, too. <laughs> I know it, too. It's when it's when he holds him in the air for, like, like literally 20. It's uh something it's, jack. Oh, uh, 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 what? Uh, what? You get, can you say it? Uh, what? I know it. I just don't know the name. Is it the Jackhammer? Yeah, it's Jackhammer. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, Jack something. Jackhammer. That's what I said. Yeah, but I I just couldn't I just couldn't remember. But I know it. Like he's he, a fucking tank. I know he is. He's, he's an absolute. Were beast. you were you a like were you a big wrestling fan when you were younger? You know what? Like my parents didn't like the fact that I like I got into wrestling because yeah. I mean. As a kid, you see it, so you want to do it. Yeah, right. It's like so, with your friends, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, you're let's like, go on the trampoline. Exactly, yeah. man. Like, hey, let me suplex you on this fucking right? tramp. 
crack your fucking skull open, break you. Or like we grew up in a time where there was no nets on the tramp. So mm-hmm. if you if 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 you suplex him too, too far, you're gone. <laughs> or you're hitting the metal, or oh, or you're going through the, the springs. Wor- Ooh, that you're going was through the, the springs. Worst. The springs. Yeah, you're going through the springs on the it's edge. Almost worse than uh, going over. No, it's uh, the springs is almost as bad as getting a, a razor scooter. To <laughs> Ooh, razor scooter to the ankle. <laughs> that shit was like, like un- it's, it's worse than stubbing your toe. It's brutal. It's brutal. It's fucking brutal. But, but anyways, yeah, back to wrestling. Yeah, I was, um, when did I probably, I probably started watching wrestling in like, I don't know, like grade five, grade yeah. six. So like I grew up when like, I was watching like when Batista, it's Triple H, yeah. Batista, Flair, tri- Evolution. No, 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 no. This was after Evolution. This was Ooh, after. This was after the breakup. This was after the breakup. So it was like Batista, Randy Orton, John Cena. Ooh, you got into the, you, oh, that was, that was the, the start of the. Start of the bad times. That w- it was the start of the bad times. It yeah. was the start of the bad times. That was when that John was when Cena was a gangster. Like, for real. Like, his, like, he had, like, the doctor. He was rapping. The, yeah, coming up with the spinner and all that <laughs> yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. But you know what, man? Like, I know people shit on, like, professional wrestling. And Dude, here's, well, here's the thing. Fun. Here's the thing. People take it too seriously. You can't take it seriously. It's a no, fucking it's show. It's not, like, they're not going. They call it. It's called the WWE. It's called the World Wrestling. It's called World Wrestling Entertainment. But it's not real wrestling. We all know it's not real wrestling. We all know it's it, that the finishes are scripted and they practice. Everything. And they, it's it's an act. It's but it's it's a show. It's like going to fucking Cirque du Soleil. Exactly. The the amount of athleticism and skill and it's training crazy. it takes to be a WWE wrestler a is fucking insane. You when you see when you're watching a pay per view and you see Shane McMahon, the son of the owner, owner. who's on top of a thirty foot cell. Hell in a cell, baby. He's that on top of crazy. a he's on top of a thirty foot cell, and he's like in his fucking sixties, and his four kids are on the fucking <laughs> watching rail watching, and he and he does a dive off the thirty foot cell onto a guy who's on a fucking table, table. like it's fucking real, man. Like that shit's fucking wild. I know. Like, I see the biggest hit in hockey isn't isn't jumping off a fucking thirty foot cell into a table. Like it's insane. The shit these guys do is fucking mental. I know. I see. I got. I got really into wrestling during the Attitude Era. Which mm. anybody who says that isn't the best era of wrestling can go fuck themselves. I don't know who any. I don't know anybody who would say that. It, oh, fair enough. It. It literally. It's the best. I. Don't, I don't know who would disagree with that. Yeah. So, that's like that. When I think of like my childhood, I think of like the like like watching like Friday Night SmackDown and like. Monday Night Raw and like watching like them bring out the tables and the Dudley Boys lighting tables on fire. TLC matches with Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys. Oh, and the Hardy Boys. Oh my God. You know Matt Hardy just retired actually? He did just retire. Yeah. Jeff Hardy's still kicking it. Well, you know, Jeff Hardy's got got some back problems. Like he doesn't do... He so, doesn't do nearly as 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 crazy as stuff. He does everything in a very old like, though, man. He's they're getting, in their 40s, man. Like they've been doing well, this for like I think... Jeff Jeff started doing it before he was allowed to. Yeah. He faked his he age faked to his WWE. Yeah, he faked his Even age Matt so he could, yeah so that he could go wrestle. Yeah, but yeah, like they were jobbers. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Jeff Hardy, especially Matt Hardy as well, but Jeff Hardy especially crazy. That motherfucker did some crazy stunts. Swanton bomb. Swanton off the bombs off the fucking cell, ladders. off ladders, jumping through shit. Like he did some crazy 
fucking shit. Like yeah. he did, he did some damage, and he his signature move is a swanton bomb, swanton bomb, which basically means he was front flip. Yeah, front flip off the top rope and landing on somebody. That does a number to your fucking back, dude. He doesn't do the swanton bomb at house shows anymore. No, so just, like, just live event or just no, live just, events. Yeah, just just live events. Yeah. He doesn't do it anymore because his fucking back is destroyed. Dude. You can. See, and when I saw Matt, we actually, me and Katie actually went to WWE when it was here in Vancouver. When, when was that? Last year. Okay, so that was probably right after him and Matt got back after WrestleMania, right? It was when it was when Matt and Bray Wyatt were together as Ooh, a team. No, was... right before they were a tag team. Okay. They were fighting each other okay. still. But anyways, I saw Matt come out and I was like, dude, he can barely fucking walk. Yeah. Like he was looking rickety. Dude, did you see Lita came back? Lita came back with Trish Stratus, that evolution. Yeah. Dude, it the was... all women's pay per view. What did you think? did you watch it at all? I didn't. You know what? Here's the thing. I love wrestling. I still do. I don't want. I can't. I don't watch. I don't watch it. I watch the highlights. I watch the highlights on YouTube. Fucking, fucking rights. I watch the highlights on YouTube. Sit down and watch a three and a half hour show. No, it's too long. It's too long. Yeah, I watch the highlights too. I watch the highlights. I follow it, but I just watch the highlights. I just go on YouTube, and I just see what's what, and I just watch all the highlights. Fifteen minutes, sweet. Yeah, done. It's like it's like it's literally like condensing a, a three hour lecture into a fifteen minute. Yeah. That's all you it. need. But yeah, Lita and Trish Stratus came back for a tag team match against Alicia Fox. And uh, Alicia Fox and Mickey James. Mickey James. Oh, do you remember Mickey James and Trish Stratus? Such a classic. Oh, that was the best feud. Oh, Jesus Christ. For anybody who doesn't know, Trish, this was like back when like there was like there was nobody got offended by shit in wrestling, but like. Braun Mickey, panty matches. And. Yeah, like back when like divas were like divas. They weren't yeah. like wrestlers. No. And like Trish Stratus was like the only, like the most well-known female wrestler because she was talented at wrestling. Like she wasn't like the typical. Well, she was also drop-dead gorgeous. But yes. she was a beast in the ring. Yeah, she was like one of the three girls who could actually wrestle. It was like her. Mickey James was good as well. It was like her, Mickey James, and yeah. um, Lita was a good wrestler as well. But I'm thinking of Gail Kim. Oh, yeah. Gail Kim was a good wrestler. Who else? Beth Phoenix. She was good. Yeah, but she came a little bit later. She was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. She was, I think she She, came like right when Trish Stratus was leaving. Yeah, she came, she came, she was like, she was like, she was like muscular. Yeah, man. She's married to Edge. In real life? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. She was a fucking beast. Her, I can't remember what her, uh, what her finisher move was called, but she would like, lift up the girl like in front of her and like pin her arms behind her back and then slam her down to the mat. Oh, it was yeah. a good I, I know exactly what you're talking about. It was a good finish. But um, yeah, the Trish and Mickey James feud, it was weird because they were best friends. They were like tag team partners. And then like they made it a feud because they pretended like Mickey James was like sexually obsessed with in Trish love. Stratus. Yeah. yeah. Like in love, but like, Oh, it was so weird. Like, like a I psychopath. Remember, yeah. That's I re- why you liked it so much. I remember watching this shit when I was a kid. And I was like, I don't know if I should be like turned on or like if I'm supposed to be like weirded out by this shit. Yeah, I, I think at the time they wanted you to be turned on. Probably. Yeah. But I mean, like that's that's the other thing now, too, is like I remember. So I went to university uh, for graphic design. Yeah. Needless to say, I was in I was in class with a lot of people that had different views than me yeah. because I grew up. In a different, I grew up in a more conservative household. Okay. More conservative values. I played rugby. I played football. I was rough and tough. 
like that you kind didn't of, hang out with the lbgtq no and yeah. it's not because i had any hate or anything no, it's just i just no, no, didn't no. and that's that's one thing that i don't understand is like like i've never like i'm literally the most open person you could be gay lesbian trans like like a tra- transgender anything you could be like any skin color i don't give a shit yeah just i don't a have a person. problem with you until you give me a reason to yeah you know what i mean like and like not that there's anything against anything that you stand for because believe me everybody like everybody do what you want as long as it doesn't affect me i don't care but when they like they take every little thing and they try and turn to the it next up, level yeah they just like they look for little things like like there was some care i did you hear about like some character on like like uh, the Simpsons got scrapped because it was like too stereotypical or something. I don't know. No, but nothing to do with like the LBGTQ. But like, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like in today's society, like everybody gets like, so like offended over everything. It's, 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 you know what it is. It's hyper reactions because everybody has a way to like publicize and put and push and, and talk about it online and then get your word out. The other thing is now too, is like, Everybody is tribal about it. Like we always hear that on Joe Rogan talks about that and all yeah. of his experts talk about that, that everybody's tribal and they're part of the crew. And if, if, if I'm part, if I'm friends with all these people and I agree with all, all these people on all these topics and these people are against this person over, I have to be against that person yeah, as well. Exactly. And the other thing is, is uh, virtue signaling as well. So when something negative happens, they go out there like I shamed this person because yeah. X Y Z. That makes me a better person. Yeah. Blah blah blah. When really yeah. it could be something just very inconsequential. Like yeah. whatever. Who cares? I don't know. Everybody's entitled to their own beliefs. Believe what. Believe what you want. Do what you want with your own body. I don't give a shit. But it's just it's like in today's society, everything's just taken like the next level. It's just like you can't even say anything or do anything with like looking over your shoulder. You yeah. know what I mean? And like not that like anybody should be saying anything super offensive or anything, but like all the shit that's going on, it's like, it's not even like, like, like for example, like, like the Simpsons thing, like everybody was losing their mind over like this one character being too, like, like stereotypical. It's like literally like cartoons were built on stereotypes. Like look, look at fucking Apu. Look at family the, guy. The convenience store owner. He owns yeah. a quickie Mart. I know. Like, I know. come look, on. Look at family guy. All their jokes are literally just like, like making fun of stereotypes yeah. everything and it's just like like i don't know i don't know it's just stupid like it's just know. satire i know it's just it's it's good fun and like some people take that and try and try and twist it in like a sick way they'll look for any little kind of evidence of something and they'll like take that and run with it mm-hmm. it's just it's, it's a lot you know what i mean it's brutal man yeah. it's a it's a definitely a weird time to be be around it's what it is is that this being able to have such access to communication with other people and and like-minded people and people who are not like you at all yeah being able to to whatever share your beliefs and share and discuss and really there is no true discussion because that's really not happening and this backlash and fighting and whatever the case may be it's such a new thing. We don't know how to do it properly. I know. It's just, it's, everything's happening too fast, too, like, too, too much too fast. And, yeah. like, unless, like, I, I, I wish I grew up when my dad grew up, when there was no phones. Like, oh, just come home at dark kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. that shit was fun. Like, I remember being a kid, like, 
like I don't know if it was like this with you. I imagine it was, but like fucking like going out and like getting the neighborhood kids and like playing like kick the can, just knocking on the door. Fucking, hey, hey, hey so and so home. Hey, can Jimmy come out and play? Yeah, like road hockey, kick the can, like shit like that. Capture the flag. I used to play that shit. Like yeah. it was like till I was like literally unconscious, like yeah. in sweat. Yeah, and like it's so frustrating like seeing these kids nowadays who like are on an iPad and like get an iPad at like three years old. It's like, dude, when I like, when I go out and I see like a, like a seven year old, eight year old at a dinner table at like a restaurant with this on family, their phone, on talk iPad. It's like, bro, talk. Come on. Like, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's disheartening too, because like a lot of people like, like for example, like, like, I don't know, like, like people like I'll see like like a little kid with like their grandparent will be on like a laptop or like a iPad or something and it's just like dude like they're not gonna be around forever you're better to like value that shit like mm. talk like I don't know it's just it's not like it used to be like I used to ride my bike and do things like that now they just fucking red dead and kill <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> red dead too <laughs> and like caught in zombies I know that's one thing I never did I never really got into video games I. Um, you know what? I I got outside right now. I got a PS3. I got an Xbox 360, and I got a PS4 in my room. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't play a lot of video games. Yeah. It's even it's, when I was growing up, I didn't really play a lot of video games. I had a good buddy who lives in Kamloops now. He fucking loved video games. He was the number one world at Call of Duty World at War yeah. player in this particular like mode or something. Whatever. But he was the number one player in the world Shit's for crazy. like three months. It's nuts. He got sponsorships. He was killing it, whatever. You know what stopped it all? He got grounded. His parents took away his Xbox. Ooh. <laughs> he lost his sponsorship. Jimmy, fucking see you to the sponsors, baby. You're done. Oh, fuck. It was so oh, funny. You what know you- what was funny, though, is I was scrolling through Facebook like a few months ago. and I, I, It surfaced like, a, like years ago, but like that fucking video of that kid and the parents laid all his xbox games on the yard and they are like they the have steamroller yeah dude they had they had the lawnmower the ride and lawnmower and they rode over all his games and like like that must have been traumatizing for him though. i know exactly what you're talking about yeah it's all fake really that youtube channel is all fake huh so like that so because he had a little brother oh, okay and then there's the older brother and the older brother always had over the top reactions so what Wait, it, are you talking about the greatest freakouts is that what you're thinking of I don't know if what the channel's called. I know what you're talking about. I yeah. honestly know what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyways, it was the little brother filming the older brother because the older brother was overreacting all it's the time. It's the greatest freakouts. That's what you're thinking of. There you There's, go. That shit was so funny when I was a kid. Was yeah. that the one when he stuck the remote up his ass? Yes. Yes, that kid. Okay. Oh so Waffle Pond. That's yeah. the name of it. So like... For the first couple of videos, it was probably all real. Yeah. But they were getting so many views. They're like, fuck it. Let's fake it. Yeah. Fake it till we make it, baby. Yeah. Exactly. It all ended up being fake. And like, like. This is fake as fucking Brock Lesnar coming into the octagon to yeah. face Daniel <laughs> Cormier. Cormier. Yeah. Because I remember his first like three were real. Because like the one where he stuck the remote up his ass. Fuck. That was funny. That is, that is literally, that just <laughs> screams my childhood. Okay. So for the people that don't understand, you got to like go on Google or go on YouTube greatest and you got to search outs. greatest freakouts remote in ass, I guess. <laughs> That's the best How way do you to even do. Google that? I don't know. But basically what it is, this this kid, he doesn't know that he's got a, there's a camera in his room recording him. And like his dad, like, I don't know, grounded him or took yeah, away his Xbox or whatever. He just came in hot. He came in and he's like screaming and he's like throwing his pillow across the yeah. wall and he's like, 
he's taking his clothes off and he's just like, ah, he's like screaming. screaming. He's just, he's acting like a fucking baby, but he's like 16 and he's throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. And he, 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 ends, <laughs> he ends up Stupid. on his bed. He ends up on his bed and he takes the fucking remote for the TV that's in his room and he, sh- he shoves it in his ass. And then he yells in pain. But then he does it multiple times. It's like, Dude, holy is this what I think he was like, is this what you want me to do? And he's like fucking himself with the remote. It was oh so little did we know stupid. how fucked up that was as a kid. So funny, so Or dumb. like, did you ever see the one where he's playing like World of Warcraft? Probably. Oh okay, so like in his house he has like the little brother was upstairs. Yeah. And the, the old the older one was downstairs playing World of Warcraft. And the fucking kid, the younger one, this this one was real. I know it was real. And he, he's upstairs and he's playing World of Warcraft on like an anonymous name account. Mm-hmm. And they're on the, the same team. The little brother is. Yeah. And he's filming him and he goes, so Steven's downstairs playing World of Warcraft and I'm on his team and I keep killing him. <laughs> and he goes, and then it cuts to like when he's the, like overlooking the, the, the balcony. balcony. Yeah. And you can see him on the computer and he's like freaking out. He <laughs> goes, stop betraying me. And then he's, then he just goes into like a crazy, crazy like anger mode and he starts like breaking the fucking keyboard and shit. Taking, just smashing the shit oh, out of it. Oh, it was crazy. That, that, that. See, that was like the start of YouTube, though. That's where YouTube really took off. Was like that time. You want to know? You want to know why I know it was fake? It's because that same channel for Christmas one year they got like Steve. I'm pretty sure Steven was his actual. Are name. you talking about all the gifts and he like burned them or? No, something? no, 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 no. One year they gave him a truck. The truck and he took the bat to it. Yeah, with the, the graffiti. But hold on, did you see the truck? Yeah, it had graffiti. Yeah, yeah it was a piece car- of shit. You see the cars in the driveway? Challenger, Hummer, Escalade. Yeah. So that's how I know it was fake because that tr- yeah. they got that truck that from shit. a junkyard for fucking fifty bucks. Yeah, they and just they used it. They towed it there because that motherfucker doesn't run. No, and come on, obviously fake. And then they, they and then and then they literally bring him out and it's it's his like seventeenth birthday, and they're like, oh, we got you a truck, and then they have a blindfold on him and they take it off and it's like this eight like late eighties piece of shit Chevy that's With covered like in spray paint mismatched quarter panels and yeah. colors all fucked and mind you this is a, like a very wealthy family like there's there's a Challenger an Escalade a Hummer and this is at the time yeah. when like if you drove a Hummer you were either like a drug dealer or you were just very wealthy and like huge house huge property yeah. like so then obviously he's gonna get on. mad he starts beating the shit out of this fucking truck and they're yeah. like What's what? Why are you doing that? We bought this. What's for you. wrong with you? It's all it's fake. like. Oh come on! Like that's fake. when I knew it was too. It's just bullshit. That's all fucking bullshit. So I have a question for you, actually. Lay it down on me. So you're going to Drake this weekend, correct? I am going to Drake this weekend on on Sunday. Are you a Drake fan or no. is this? Okay, so you probably you, won't know what I'm talking about. Then. You, I won't. I won't know shit what you're talking about. Here's here's what happened. Matt. Ramsden. Ramsden. Yeah. Okay, his his dad sometimes gets tickets through their company, company to take clients to shows and events or whatever. Yeah, of course. Keep the customers happy, keep the customers coming back, keep them buying. Yeah. That kind of thing. And just like an ordinary business company. Just ordinary shit. Yeah. What happened was they got tickets to the box for Drake. Oof. Yeah, he didn't box. want to take any of the customers to Drake because it's Drake. Customers it's are a little too, bit older. It's too young, yeah. It's not, not equate their speed. So Matt's got a brother. So Chris, their really dad nice goes, kid. "Hey, here you go. Here's all the tickets to the box. You and your friends Bring can your go." Friends. 
that's the only reason I'm going. Yeah, that's fair. And here's the other thing too. It's a Sunday night. I got to work on Monday. Monday. So you're probably not. You, I'm prob- Drake's probably going to come on. I'm going to appear like, because like he, he'll have an opener. Yeah. So I'll like come in. I'll have some food. I'll have some drink. I'll listen to the opener. I'll not know who the fuck he is. Drake will come on. I'll listen to two songs. And I'm like, all right, see you guys. And I'll Saw go Drake. Home. See you later. Yeah. No. Um, I was going to ask you if you heard about his beef in the summer. With who? Pusha T. Fuck no. Okay, so the only beef I heard about this summer was Eminem and and MGK. Uh, that was lame as fuck. Yeah, I thought it was really corny. And I honestly, as much as I like Eminem, I thought MGK's song was way better. And I know that's gonna dis like like trigger a lot of people because I don't <laughs> like I like Eminem ten times more than MGK. But <sighs> so good. I know, but I felt like MGK's song was like everything he was dissing him about was like true. Like it was like, like it was it was he he said everything I was thinking over the course of like as many years as it's been since Eminem was in his prime. He's definitely not anymore, but I mean he was so the thing with the thing with Eminem I think is like he was so influential he was so groundbreaking was crazy back in the day, and his songs man he's they, like his like three albums four albums that he came out with when he was younger. Fuck, those things hold up well. Lose Yourself is literally the white kid anthem. Oh, God. I know. The, eight Mile. Just watch the movie fucking Eight Mile. You know what? I'm going to be honest. The rap battle at the end? I'm, Fuck. I'm going to be honest. I never really liked Eight Mile. Get the fuck out. Okay. This has been the Bottle Podcast for Sunday. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I shouldn't say that. Like, I've watched like most of the well-known biographies like straight out of Compton. Oh, banger. Good movie. Straight out of Compton. Did you ever watch Notorious? Yep. The, the new, the, yeah. That Get Richard Die Trying. I thought, okay, if I had to rank top five, I would say Straight Out of Compton's number one. For sure. For sure. So 100%. good. 100%. Straight Out of Compton. Um, I would put Notorious number two. I'd agree. Notorious number two. It was really good. Um, After that, I would put probably Eight Mile. I like Get Richard Die Trying, but it wasn't really like. As much as it was about his life, it wasn't 100% accurate. So mm-hmm. I, you can't put that in there. The worst one, I thought, was the new Tupac one. I Brutal. thought it fucking sucked. It's, it was fucking horrible. There, dude, there's what was an, it called? It was called All Eyes on Me. There's a, there's a fucking iPhone in the movie, and it's in the 90s. There's an iPhone in the movie. <laughs> it was brutal, man. It was fucking it brutal. It sucked. But, yeah. It I was know. such a... You know what, you know what the... You know what's kind of funny about it is that Biggie had a great autobiography. Great. And Tupac had a shitty one. And do you know how much more money they invested in Tupac's? Oh, yeah. Like, and like... Notorious came out like 10 years dude, ago. Dude, it was like 2005 or something. Yeah. It was crazy. And it was it was so good. Like, I love the part where the mom, like, goes into his room and she, like... I threw out that, those mashed, mashed potatoes. potatoes. Mom, those ain't mashed potatoes. <laughs> and he's got the trunk on the roof of his apartment building with all, like, he goes to school on, like, his little, like, 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 oh, I'm a good kid. Get up. Like, the whole, like, Ralph Lauren mm-hmm. shit. And mm-hmm. then he goes upstairs to his trunk and he pops it open and he's got, like, these, like, Tim boots, yeah. like, the LA hat or yeah. New York hat. Sorry. Just, like, the full, like, chains and shit. No, that movie, that movie was, that's a classic. Notorious was awesome. It's a great movie, but anyways, back to the Pusha T shit. So you probably didn't, I'm guessing you didn't know. If you, if you ever have like five minutes, listen to the song by Pusha T. It's called the story of Adidon. It's the, it's a Drake diss song and Pusha T exposed Drake for hiding it. Do you know Drake has a kid? 
that he had with a porn star. Oh, I think I might have heard about this. So Pusha T basically exposed Drake about like everything that you could literally. Didn't Drake come out on a? Didn't Drake come out with a song? So Drake dropped a song. Pusha T like hinted at it, like Drake beef. Drake responded, called out like his wife, and like as soon as he brought his wife in, Pusha T's like fuck that. So he like oh he talks about his kid because Drake was gonna release a clothing line with Adidas. That was going to be called Adidon because his son, like Adidas, and then his son is Adonis, so Don Adidon. And he just exposed that, because nobody knew he had a kid, and it was with a porn star, and he was trying to hide all that shit. And then uh, he just like, oh, he talked about like Drake's producer having MS and like a bunch of fucked up shit. And like, oh, it was just it, like, if you ever have time. What the fuck you don't have to guys got multiple sclerosis? But he did bring up his wife. Yeah, but don't I, go after the I, fucking producer. It's not his fucking fault. Yeah, He's but fuck you know, you back. know what's funny is the producer was the one who told Pusha T that Drake had a kid. Drake needs the fire of that fucking guy. Yeah, but yeah, so I don't know. I was just, I was gonna see because I know you mentioned you were going to Drake, so I just, I was gonna see your thoughts on that. But so. yeah, it's not like you're not super into Drake, but you're Man, like you listen to him here and there. I'm a country boy. I Are love, you? I love my JRFM. 93.7. 93.7. I'd throw on. Here's the thing. All I do all I do now is listen to podcasts, but if I got to listen to the radio, I'm listening to 93.7. Yeah. What um like like who like if you were to go if you had a dream concert like all time, anybody, you had three performers, who would they be? Eric Church. Yeah. Did you go to what was Merrick Music Festival? Wasn't he there this year? Dude, I've been to one concert my entire life. Me too. Me too. And it was Eric Church like four years ago. I went to Jeezy and it was literally the worst time of my life. Jeezy was good, but there was just a bunch of shit that happened that was stupid as fuck. Matt's going to Justin Timberlake on Friday, Drake on Saturday, Drake on Sunday. Jesus. That's crazy. See, I like, I don't know. I'm very like, I wouldn't say materialistic, but like I would sooner take property over like a concert. Like like when I think of like, oh, like I spent $300 on my Drake ticket. I'm like, fuck, like. That's a lot that could have bought me a new hockey stick, or that could have like I could have bought like something with that, and I'm like I could have. I'm right there with you, brother. So I'm not I'm not a very big like. You know what else I think is funny? When people pull out their phones and record the concert. You can How, watch it from home, dude. Except you never fucking do. I know. It's like the same thing with people like record or take photos of fireworks. When the fuck are you gonna look at that again? I know. I know. I actually, you know what? I'm. 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 I did film part of the Jeezy concert, but I filmed it. And like, you know, when you can film Mm -hmm. (laughs) slow-mo, I filmed it in slow-mo. So if I go back to it and I try and watch it, it's just like slow motion. So you can't can't even like watch it. So it's kind of disappointing, but yeah, I don't know. Like if I did like a all-time grades country concert, I don't know. I'd do like Eric Church. I would do, um, I'd do Eric Church. I don't fucking know, man. Do you... Do you consider Johnny Cash country or no, or more rock? I think I think he toes the line between the two. Yeah, he's kind of like, yeah, yeah. He was kind of like the first of his kind as far as rock because he kind of like got big when like Elvis and shit and Jerry Lee Lewis and stuff like that were. Popping. Yeah, I think he toes the line between the two. I I love a couple of his songs. Yeah, I if I could like see anybody in concert, it'd be Johnny Cash. Yeah, I like well, like as a kid, like my parents were like my mom is a huge Johnny Cash fan. So, like, I always grew up listening to, like, all his shit. So, if I could see it. And, like, I don't know. Like, did you ever watch the movie I Walked the Line? 
like his like life story. Watch the Dewey Cox one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about Dewey Cox when he has like a hundred children. <laughs> that shit was so funny. It's like a spoof of his life. I know it's fucking hilarious. So disrespectful. <laughs> so funny. John C. Riley is just like good John C. Riley's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Is it is it cool if I go to the bathroom? Give her a buddy. Okay. All right, I'll be back. I mean, the thing that I think is about... Are you going to fill up your drink, too? Probably should. Give her. The thing with me and, like, concerts is, like, I don't mind going to a concert. And it's... When I went to Eric Church a few years ago, I went with a couple of my buddies. And we had a good time, and it was fun, but... I mean... Like Clay said, it's just, it's a lot of money to drop on a ticket. And for me, it's just like, I can listen to the music at home. I mean, that Eric Church concert, the reason, well, one of the main reasons I went to the concert is because it was kind of like a celebration for me because the car that I was driving at the time was my brother's old vehicle and uh, the stereo was broken and it was broken in such a way that you couldn't eject the disc and you couldn't turn on the radio. So the only thing you could listen to was the CD that was in there. And the CD that was in there was Chief by Eric Church. So all I listened to for like a year and a half was Eric Church Chief. And then he came to town in Abbotsford or whatever. And I went and saw him. And that was, like I said, like five or six years ago. But like that was a... That was a great, great concert. Not a good time doing it, but even still, like, like I can't, I can't justify spending that much money on a ticket. Like, I can go out and have a good time with my buddies a couple nights in a row for three hundred bucks or whatever. I can take that money and go up to Kelowna, go up to my buddy's cabin, or I don't know, get gas a couple times. Like, it's just a lot of money to drop on a on a concert I get like some people are like super into music that's the other thing too I'm not like super into music and I'm not like an audio head or anything like that and I'm like when Clay was asking me oh what would be your favorite concert ever like I don't know man I barely even know who plays the songs that I listen to I just listen to them I just like them like if you were to play a song super popular song that I could have listened to like 12 times I might not be able to know who the fuck the guy is that's the problem Clay's back. Now, now, would you call that a double or a single? You think? Definitely a double. Definitely a double. Hundred percent. Maybe a triple even. Ooh, a little three Ooh, banger. Yeah, no, it's it's burning good. Oh fuck. Uh, yeah, man, I agree. I can't spend that much money on a on a just a ticket. I just can't do it. I know. I know. And there's trust me. There's been like so many concerts that I've been like, fuck. Like I wish I took my girlfriend to that. Or no. oh, I went. I wish I saw that with my boys or something. But like. I like shit way too much to go spend it on. I know. I don't know. I'm it's just different. People got <laughs> yeah, different things they want to do. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like there's a lot of concerts. I, I imagine I'll go to a lot in the future when, you know, I'm sitting on a big pile of money. But, <laughs> oh, that's but, uh, quite the future, son. Yeah. I don't know. I've never really heard of a bunch of police officers being rich. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> Only the crooked ones. <sighs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe down the line i will i'll get more into that but as as of now i'm not really a big big concert guy so yeah but speaking of uh experiences you've seen any good movies lately or what 
Hmm. You went to Venom, right? That's what you were saying. I did go see Venom. It's good. I would, have you seen Venom? I haven't, but it has Tom Hardy. Okay, Tom Hardy's a fucking beast. Yeah. Um, Venom, I had low. I heard, it, I heard it got shit on by the critics. You want to know why? Why? Here's my theory. Here's what lots of people were saying online, is that Venom had such low ratings because Venom came out the same weekend as that Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga movie, uh, and all of Lady Gaga's fans were writing fake reviews about Venom so that people would go see her movie and not Venom. See, everybody... Okay, I... Like, my girlfriend isn't in this superhero shit. She's just not. She's not one of those... Pretty, like, she likes horror movies, thrillers, and, like... Dramas. And rom- romance. I'm a big romance guy, too, believe it or not. But anyways, it's a... Well, hey, one of my favorite movies... Is uh, crazy stupid love crazy? St- oh fuck! When Ryan Gosling rolls into the family barbecue, holy shit! Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. If anybody hasn't seen it, go watch it. It's like a Emma romance, St- but it's like it's like a comedy too. Emma Stone, Bradley Ry- Cooper, Ryan Gosling, or not Bradley Cooper. What am I talking? About? Um, Steve uh, Carell. Steve Carell. What the fuck is that? The woman's name. The, the wife. She's super famous. I can't remember. Her I know name she's right in like now. every movie, but you don't really know her name. I don't know her name. And then a lot of other guys. Um, uh, Melissa Tomei, yeah, who's the current Aunt May in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. She was in that. Um, just a just, just it's, a stellar cast. It's such it's just it's one of those movies where it's like you could watch it again, no problem. Like it's it's so not a good. it's not a like amazing movie. It's no. not like it didn't really have like a great storyline, but it was fucking funny and it was, it was like so funny. it made you smile at the end. So if you, if you, if, you, if you've never seen it go watch it for sure it was so good but yeah no venom i like my girlfriend see i never go to a movie without her that's the thing that's like our thing like we always regardless if she wants Can't to betray see it, it. Or not, no it's just dude it's one of those things it's like boyfriend code you don't go <laughs> see a movie without her but um yeah she's she's not a superhero person it's like her last genre she'd probably ever watch but see, um here's the thing you're gonna come with me and matt from now on you can go see all the superhero movies dude, with I'm us fucking down I'm I'm so down. The new Spider-Man. Whenever the fuck it comes out, we're going. Spider-Man, home, not home. It's coming. not home. It's same same series though. But Far from home. Yeah, That's I don't know when it it's coming out, but Tom Holland is fucking excellent as Spider-Man. He's he does he's doing a great job. I actually watched uh, his uh, Spider-Man movie uh, yesterday. It's on. Is it on Netflix? Um, I don't think so. Homecoming, right? Yeah, I might have watched it on um, like on Streaming demand or something. Or, yeah. Oh, like like Shaw or something like on. Yeah, demand, tell right? us on demand. I'm gonna watch. Yeah, it on no, it's 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 definitely like I I think the re- okay I think the reason why Tom Holland has such a good like like fits so well is because like I know we, before this we were talking about how we're both not really into comics mm-hmm. like we never were. I never really wasn't. I did a little bit, but like I think. The reason he has such a good like reception with the audience is because he's young. He's like he's he's, he's actually fucking Peter Parker. He's I mean, like he's, Tobey Maguire graduated fucking thirty minutes into the his first Spider-Man movie. Literally, he wasn't in high school anymore. Uh, uh, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield is way a, too cool. He's too cool. He's good looking. Like he got the girl right away. Like the girl wanted him. Like yeah, fuck man. But like, that's not what Peter Parker is. In, it, like like I said, we're I I was never really into the comics, but the one thing I do know is that in the real comics before Mary Jane was like present or like even a thing, mm-hmm. Peter Parker got Gwen Stacy. 
she was basically like the Mary Jane mm-hmm. of the comics and he like got girls. So it was more true to the comics, but like for the mainstream, it wasn't like, it's not what you imagined. Okay. I got some movies coming up for you. Ooh, okay. okay. All right. Let's hit it. I'm going to ask you excited, not excited, or, or eh. I don't even fucking know. Okay. Those right. are the only three answers I want. Okay. You ready? Bring it on. Aquaman. It's whatever. It's not. That's not one of the options. Okay, okay. Go, go. Excited, not excited. I don't even fucking know. Okay. Uh, not excited. Shazam. That's a tough one. I'd say excited. Because I am, but like I know the girl who's playing Shazam. The guy. Or no, I'm thinking Captain Marvel. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Sorry. Yeah. No. Okay. Shazam. Shazam. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Joker. That's the one with Joaquin Phoenix, yeah. right? I'm excited for that. I am too. Birds of Prey. What is that about? <laughs> I didn't think you were going to know what that one was. What, is that like a... Uh, one thing about me is I'm not really into like like science fiction kind of thing. Like, no, it's a DC. It's in the DC universe. Really? It's going to be like Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn, like Black Cat and like Poison Ivy or something like that. Um, Is it... Mar- is Margaret Robbie playing... Probably, yeah. Not excited. Wonder Woman 1984. Not excited. I never saw the first one. So unless that, that may change depending on if I saw the first one, because apparently it was fucking unreal. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm let not me, a big DC guy. I'm a Marvel guy. Through let, me, through. let me speak. Let me speak about. Um, let me speak about. Wonder Woman for a second. Okay. Okay. Apparently she got ripped off like salary wise. I don't know. Here's the thing. Tons of hype going into the movie. Yeah. First ever Female, woman lead yeah. role superhero movie directed by a woman. Patty Jenkins did a great job. Really? She's a great director. Um, here's the thing. There was tons of hype going into it. Gal Gadot, I'm sure she's a sweet girl. I'm sure she's just a great person. She doesn't have the acting chops to hold a lead role in a major movie on her own. She just can't do it. She just can't do it. That's that's the thing I'm worried about Captain Marvel, the girl who Brie Larson. She like She's an Academy Award winner. What? what Dude. What movie was she in? She's she won Best Actress like two years ago for the movie The Room. Okay, well I never saw it. Dude, she's a great actress. Okay. Here's the thing about well, Gal Gadot. That's the thing is like that the girl playing Captain Marvel I think, what was the movie I remember her being in? But there was a movie where she was just like some college frat girl or something. Uh, oh, 21 Jump Street. Yes. See, when I think of her, I think of that movie. She's a good actress, dude. Okay. Well, then, then I got trust. So Gal Gadot, here's the thing. Everybody was like praising her performance and this and that and the other thing. I honestly did not think she did that good of a job. I don't think the movie was as good as everybody thought it was. I don't think it was bad. I don't think it was a bad movie. I just don't think it deserved the amount of like hype that it got. And I will say this. There was one scene in the movie that I truly like felt like, okay, she's, yeah. she's a she's, badass motherfucker. Yeah. And that was the scene where she crossed the trenches under gunfire from the Nazis. And she was using her shield to block all the bullets. Ooh. It was, it was shown. Is this like, is, does it take place during world war two? Yeah. 
Ooh, I might be into this. Yeah. I haven't seen it. You should watch it. Okay. So she was using like her shield to like block all the bullets from yeah. enemy fire. So she's getting shot at by all the Nazis because um, she's crossing no man's land between the two trenches. Okay. Now, here's the thing for anybody. Do you, you don't watch any of the superhero TV shows? Um, do you watch Supergirl? No. Okay. I watched Gotham for a little oh. bit, but that was, that's, I wouldn't really consider that a superhero movie. There's no superhero in it. So. No. So anyways, here's the thing. Supergirl suffers from the same thing. I don't know what it's like now. I stopped watching it. I stopped watching Arrow and Flash and all of them. I just yeah. don't have time. Fair enough. But when I was watching Supergirl, it was tough because she didn't have really good. She didn't have the acting chops to hold the lead role character. She needed a lot of help from the supporting cast yeah. to kind of drive up interest. But... There was one scene. She was fighting the character called Red Tornado. Okay. And the there was this one moment, and it's the same. Like, I could play them side by side, yeah. and you understand what I mean. You got Wonder Woman. She's holding the shield, and she's taking gunfire from, like, a 100 Nazis. And her arm is just fucking bouncing like this, and she's screaming, and she's got her fucking foot down, and, she, ah, and she's fucking holding him back. And she's fucking like this. And the shield's bouncing. She, ah, she's screaming. She's holding them off. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. There's some That's fucking crazy. power there. There's some fucking strength. You can see all the veins and her fucking neck is going crazy. And she's fucking holding the back the Nazis. Fuck yeah. And the girl in Supergirl did the same thing when she was fighting Red Tornado. The entire fight is whatever, blase, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And at the very end, she's using her heat vision. The only way to kill him is to use this heat heat vision yeah. and she's using her heat vision to fucking kill the robot and she's standing there and she's like hitting him with the heat vision and she goes fucking she's like ah! and like her hair just fucking flies back and she's Jesus. like and she's like this and she's fucking popping her chest out and she's got her arms back like she's ready to fucking kill someone and she's all the veins in her neck are fucking going crazy she's like, ah! I wish I wish everybody could see your <laughs> see my reaction. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start videotaping them soon. Okay. I gotta get some equipment. But she's fucking. <laughs> she's going crazy. She's fucking like this. And then she takes the best part is like she takes another step and she like stomps forward. She's like, ah! it's the best. And I play those. I'm fucking sweating from this. I'll play those two scenes after okay. we're done. I'll play okay. those two scenes for you side by side, and you'll know what I mean. Yeah. There's, there's a fucking similarity. There's fucking intensity. Yeah. There's that fucking raw like yeah. just. Primal fucking argh, just fucking yeah. rage, and when I saw that, I was like, okay, I believe it now. I believe in this moment. I get it. I believe it. I can understand. I could see the. You fucking, can see why people are excited. I could see the power. I could see yeah. the fucking raw energy. That's what I knew. Okay, yeah. we're gonna do the same thing, but with the Marvel movies coming up. Now we're talking. Okay, Captain <laughs> Captain Marvel. Uh, excited. Uh, now that you have confirmed that she's a good actress. Yeah, she's a good. Actress. Okay. Uh, Avengers 4. Excited. Yeah. Because Infinity War was fucking sick. Infinity War is probably... The fucking ending, I'm literally like... I'm torn for the next few years till it comes out. Hey, it comes out next year. That's it? Yeah. Wow. These are all coming out in 2019. Okay, Dark Phoenix. Do you know what Dark Phoenix is? Dark Phoenix. Is that the... That's not the girl. That's not Scarlett Johansson, is it? No, Dark. That's Black Widow. Yeah. Dark sorry. Phoenix is going to be like one of one of uh, Fox's because Fox was acquired by Disney. Really. And Fox owned the r- movie rights to X Men. 
hmm. and Fantastic Four. Okay. So all those rights now belong to Disney, and Disney owns Marvel. Okay. So now we can have Wolverine with the Avengers. Really? Yes. We have that ability. Because I used to play like the Avengers video games. And, and like, you had Wolverine all those characters. Yeah. Like Deadpool and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but this movie had already been in development. It had already been made. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it's yeah. going to get released. And it's going to get released by Fox. And it's going to be Dark Phoenix. Nice. Um, I don't have I don't have much high hopes for it. Yeah. Here's the thing. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Never seen it. Okay. Game of Thrones banger show. You should watch it. It's amazing. Anyways, the the girl who plays Jean Grey in X Men also plays Sansa Stark in Game of Thrones. Okay. Game of Thrones. I believe the character. And I understand and I really like her. And I think a lot of that is to do with the fact that I've been watching the show for eight years or however yeah. long it's been on. This, been on. I didn't like her performance in the latest X-Men movie. I don't think Dark Phoenix is going to do very well. Yeah. Fair enough. What did you, did you see the newest Fantastic Four that came out? Brutal. Holy fuck Fucking was that brutal. Bad. Okay. Garbage. Question about DC before I continue. Garbage. What did you think of Suicide Squad? Garbage. Terrible. Garbage. It, you know what though as much as like it's hard because it's completely different from the dark knight like the dark knight was like a as, as much as like okay i'm just focusing on the joker and harley quinn okay to me like the dark knight was so good and like so realistic and like it like like that shit could be taking place like right now i mean there's some suspension of disbelief because i honestly don't believe a terrorist organization could hold the equivalent of new york city ransom 100 percent but but at like like the general idea there like, wasn't walking crocodiles like like the joker for example like like shit like that like that like like that it's a believable character in that movie yeah. and um like suicide squad it felt like a like do you remember the old 60s cartoons did you ever watch the batman uh yes to me it reminded me of like or better yet, do you ever see the Michael Keaton Batman movie? Yes. The one with like the Joker and the Riddler? Very campy and... Very cartoonish. Yeah. That's what the Suicide Squad reminded me of. You want to know what pissed me off about Suicide Squad? Is the fact that in all the marketing... All it, Joker. There was no Joker. I thought Joker was the villain. I thought he was going to be against w- the Suicide Squad. wasn't fucking in it. He no. was in like nine scenes or something. Yeah. His total like screen time is probably less than it was 10 like eight minutes. minutes or something. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. Like it, it, so it, they're using the Joker because everybody knows the Joker. Yeah. And Joker's a big name. Nobody knows who the fuck the, Deadshot was, is. Nobody knows who the fuck Croc is. Yeah. Nobody knows who the fuck uh, uh, the witch is. I don't even fucking remember her name. Nobody knows who the fuck these people are. Joker but everybody knows who the Joker is. So they fucking market heavily towards the Joker. And then he's not even in the fucking movie. It's deception. Fucking horseshit. Finest, I know, and like, I don't know. As much as like, as much as I like Jared Leto, like, how do you one up Heath Ledger? Because you fucking can't. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix can. See the Joaquin Phoenix one. I don't. I don't know what the story is. I. I, I hope there's some. I think they're gonna provide some backstory. Well, that's the thing about the Joker is that he's never really had a backstory. But see, and the Dark this, Knight, like the the set, the Dark Knight. It it made me think because I was I, like, I'm an like I'm a movie buff. Like I was looking at like like some like YouTube. They had like some theories on like the Joker's uh, past, and like the main one was that he was like a military veteran. Military veteran, or that's why so, we got the scars because he always contradicts his stories about the exactly. scars. But here's the thing, so I'm gonna throw some comic okay comic history at you. Ooh. 
Okay. So there's this Batman story, comic book. Yeah. And basically what ends up happening is Batman gets the ability to sit in this chair. And this chair is the is the source of all knowledge in all of the universes in DC. Okay. Okay. So Batman can sit in this chair and he can ask the chair one question and the chair knows all the answers. Mm -hmm. So he asked the chair because he doesn't know Yeah. who, what is the identity of the Joker? Doesn't know. What does the chair tell him? What? There's three Jokers. There's three Jokers. There's not one Joker. There's not two Jokers. There's three Jokers. So in the comics, it's canon in the comics that there are three Jokers in the DC comics that Batman has faced. That's some comic shit for you. See, I don't know. The Joker's just like... I don't think anybody will ever do as good of a job as Heath Ledger. So good. I don't think like, like even Joaquin Phoenix, like he's a great actor. Like he played, he played Johnny Cash and I walked the line. He played, yeah, he played Johnny Cash. He's been in a lot of movies. He's been in a I'm lot not, of movies. I'm not a terribly large fan of Joaquin Neither Phoenix. Neither am I. I'm not sold on him as the Joker. But, I don't but know, that, man. that one clip, the, the trailer kind of thing. When it's like flashing yeah. between his normal face and the paint. I don't like the, I wish they would have done the paint different. The paint, I don't know. You know what? It harkens back to the... Um, but he looks like a fucking crazy man. I don't know. He looks fucking psycho. He looks like a psycho. You know exactly. what? I'm, I got... I'm, I'm pumped for it. I yeah? think it's going to be good. Okay. What are some other ones? Okay. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. I am fucking ecstatic. Yeah, I'm fucking... I don't know. Who, do you know who the villain is? I think someone uh, was saying... Um, I don't know who the villain is. Regardless, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to go see if the day quick. comes out. Spider-Man Far From Home. Vulture is going to be back in it. Yeah, because I think he gets out of prison. How crazy! Was oh, that? Mysterio, Jake Gyllenhaal. <gasps> Mysterio played you, by Jake okay, Gyllenhaal. My question is: Did you watch the '90s series uh, Spider-Man? The cartoon. Cartoons? Who didn't, man? Those are fucking classic. Spider-Man was yoked in that fucking cartoon. Dude, he was huge. I'm not kidding. That whole fucking cartoon series, I've watched every year to this day. Every year, I'm fucking 20 years old, and I still watch it. <laughs> And like obsessed. Oh my god! Like Mysterio was like the one villain I was most interested in that never got any sort of attention. Well, there you go. Now he's and like his own like movie. Shockers in Homecoming. Like shit. Shockers in Homecoming. Yep. Like nobody even like knows who Shocker is. If you watch those cartoons, you know who Shocker. Is. Oh, you know Shocker. I like Shocker. I always like Shocker. I thought Shocker Jake was Gyllenhaal cool. is like one of my favorite actors. Jake Gyllenhaal is a great actor. Jake Gyllenhaal in. Um, Did you ever see Prisoners? No, I didn't see Prisoners. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't believe I didn't see Prisoners. I know exactly what you're talking about. I wanted Dude, to see Prisoners. I never saw has it. The cra- it's the craziest thriller I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's not like one of those thrillers where you're going to get scared, but it's so fucked Good, because I'd pee my pants. Okay, good. Me too. Um, anyways, if you have like two and a half hours to devote to a movie, watch <laughs> Prisoners. It's my, it's my second favorite movie behind Scarface. That takes a lot. Look at you pulling up these old classic movies, eh? Fucking Scarface. What do you? I have what a Scarface you... tattoo. Whoa, you got a shit ton of tattoos. What's going on? How I many tattoos a... you got? Uh, four. I'm getting another one on Wednesday. They all on your legs? Uh, pull up your foot. Let me see. Okay. Let me see this shit. So you got a cross. What is it? I'll be. I'll be there. It's uh, it's a Mac Miller song. Believe it or not, that's the reason I got it. Did you get it after he died? No, I got it. 
two years ago or no a year ago before he died yeah and this one this one this is a new one it's the world is yours it's got my grandpa who we were talking about earlier the fucking asshole who i love (laughs) he is an asshole but he's literally the nicest asshole i love that guy but it's got it's uh it's like a globe with a ribbon across it yeah so it's it's a it's a globe with uh the world is yours is like a ribbon and then it's got a red dot where he was born and then it's got his year and the year he was born the year he died okay so those three what's the fourth one uh it's from a poem what's it say it was then that I carried you. It's for uh Wait, was it? It was then that I carried you. It's for my mom. So oh, basically, that makes sense. it's kind of it's got like a double meaning. Like it's for my mom cuz when I was little I was really sick. So I had like uh I'm technically autistic, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. I have high functioning autism. And uh I had this I have this like brain disorder. It's called sensory integration. So basically all my like senses are really fucked up and like it just caused a lot of shit when I was little. So like, for example, like for touch, like if my socks weren't on properly, like, like the line was perfectly straight, I'd cry. Like I couldn't, you just couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. Um, I have an eating disorder because of it. Like I just can't eat. Like textures are a huge thing. If it has a, I remember t- you saying that. I remember talking to you about that. Yeah, because you were saying so you don't like some sort of certain food. And I was I've like, never what tried do you mean? pizza. I've never tried. That's fruit. what it was. Yeah. So that's the that's the big thing is I've never tried pizza and I get shit on a lot for it. But um, yeah. So like when I was little, my mom would like take me to like all these different doctors and like all this shit. And uh, so yeah, it was kind of just like a reminder that like it was then that I carried you means like whenever like when your life was rough. Like I carried I you through you, it. Yeah. I got you through it. And uh yeah, so like it was then that I carried you, so like whenever Shout out to Mama Peter. Yeah, shout shout out to Carrie if you're listening. Which she guaranteed. <laughs> oh, Carrie carried you. Yeah. No, she did. She was like she's literally the best fucking mom. But um yeah, and it's it's got like a double meaning. It's kinda like it's it's a religious poem, so like it's kind of in the poem, it's like a have you ever seen the poem where it's got footprints on it? No, but okay. So it just it basically means like whenever you're going through rough times, like just know like like God's watching over you and like he's he's with you. Whenever you're going through like shit, like like it's he's gonna be there for you. So I got it for that. And then the I'll be there. If you ever listen to the song, it's by Mac Miller. The whole song he's talking about how he had like a nice TV to watch his cartoons on when he was little. He had nice shoes. He had all these nice things. He had a great childhood, and it was because of his parents. So. Mm Just a reminder, kind of like for everything my parents have done for me. Are you religious? Um, like, I'm Christian. My whole family's Christian, but like, I wouldn't call myself like a practicing. No, like I don't go to church. I used to when I was little, but not anymore. But like, I do believe in a higher power, and like my whole family does. So I'm Christian to an extent, but the cross means fuck all. Like the cross, I am Christian, but okay. So the backstory to the cross, the biggest one that you got literally the biggest tattoo I have. It's a big cross down the side of my leg. So I got it with literally hip to ankle. Okay. So (laughs) I got the cross with my 89 year old grandma. It was her. Oh fuck. It was her second tattoo. So my grandma, we went, we had plans to get a cross. Grandma's laying it down. Right. Grandma Gladys. Fucking love you. Um, (laughs) She was 88 at the time, and we fucking, we go in, we both have crosses designed. My grandma's like, I'm getting this one, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this one. This one's fucking huge. For anybody who can't see, it's like, it's like basically from my ankle to like just below my knee. 
And uh, so I get mine done first and my grandma decides she doesn't want to get across. <laughs> after so yours after is done. I have mine done. So guess what she gets? She gets a fucking wine glass with <laughs> wine, red wine. <laughs> and then guess what she gets underneath it? Wine not. Like, like wise and wine. <laughs> like what a bitch. So you went in there to have a nice little fucking like Matching mental. tattoo with my grandma because she's 88 and she's not going to be around forever. So. And she said, nah, fuck you, Clay. Exactly. So I think That's now. That's fucking funny. I think the last thing I have to do before anything is I have to go get a wine, a, wine, a tattoo well, of a wine glass. Well, what do you, you said you're getting one tomorrow? Wednesday. Wednesday. Next Wednesday. What are you getting Wednesday? Um, so I'll show you. Got you got a photo? It's just like, like. Do you know like American traditional style tattoos? It's like very like old old school looking. Um, I think I'm gonna know once you show it to me. So I'm getting this, just for like. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, so it, for, it's it's just basically like an old school style hand with like two dice. Can you? Would you be alright throwing if I threw that up on on the Instagram page? Yeah, go for it. I'll you can send that to me. It to you. Yeah, for sure. Um, basically, it's just uh, it's just a fucking. Just hand a hand hold. holding two dice, but I'm going to get the number instead of dice dots. I know this is going to sound weird, but I'm going to get a one and then a seven because my lucky number is 17, but you can't have that on dice. So, and it's kind of just like that and just kind of like stick with your gut, do what you think is right. So that's why I'm getting it. But yeah, I'm going to have hopefully quite a few more, but. I'm doing my legs first, and then we'll go from there. Well, you got that one on your chest. Where's the dice going? Where's the dice is going? It's gonna be like bigger, but all on the calf. It's eh? going on the front of my shin. Yeah. Like Fuck, that's probably gonna hurt like a bitch. Oh, it's not fun. It's not. I like like my Scarface tattoo. It went on the partially on the front of my shin, and holy fuck, it wasn't it wasn't too bad, but you could feel. It's not even the pain. It's just like the vibration of it hitting your bones. Yes. You, do you have any tattoos? Got zero, brother. Zero? Dude. I have none. My brother has none. My mom has none. My dad has none. none. My mom just got her first one at 50. I mean, I've thought about it, man. Like, I've seriously thought about it and considered it. But, like, there's nothing. Don't I've get ne- one until you know what you want. Exactly. That's what I always say. Yeah. I always, I always said, and I I had read this one time that somebody was like, before you decide on like getting a tattoo that'll be on you for the rest of your life, a good way to like prep yourself to see if you actually like it, print it out a bunch of times, put it put on put it on your mirror, put it on your dash, put it on the back of your phone, like put it everywhere. And if you're still not like, if you don't hate it or if you don't like get over it in like three months, like do it for a couple months, and if you still like it. Then go get so there's there's this tattoo artist in Vancouver. He's pretty. He used to be really popular, but he doesn't tattoo much anymore. His name's the Dutchman. I can't remember his first name. I think I've heard of this guy. He's really good. So basically, um, in order to get tattooed by him, you almost get you get interviewed before. So you get interviewed, and if he likes your idea, he only, he rarely tattoos, but when he does, he only tattoos shit he wants. So if he likes your idea and he likes like if it means a lot to you and he can see that, he'll. Draw it out, draw the stencil, he'll give it to you, and he says, okay, put this on your mirror, and if you still like it after the end of next year, come talk to me. Hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it. Like, It's fuck. cool looking tattoo. Fuck. Like, I, li- I like all my tattoos. Like, There's never been a... Mi- like, the, only, the only thing I would change is I feel like my chest one, I wish it would have went bigger, because it's a little bit thin, but it was my first tattoo, so... But I love all my tattoos. They all mean something to me, other than 
the cross, but it, it's just the like, cross is supposed to be with but grandma. It, but the cross from every time I look at it, I think of my grandma. So, and how much of a fucking bitch she was yeah. that day. But she did get a tattoo, but she just kind of fucked me over. So oh, that's it's all good. It's all what good. What about your uh, brother and sister? They got any? Well, your brother's a little. Young. My brother's gonna be tatted up. I can tell you right fucking now. He's going. He's he's fifteen. He just turned fifteen, and he's already looking at shitty ones. So. What about Robin? Robin's got three. She's got one of her one on her ribs. Typical family shit. It's got it's family with flowers. But it's actually really well done. And mind you, my first tattoo is gonna be family, but I don't know. I just moved on from that topic. But Say lovey. Yeah. All my tattoos are about my family. So but her tattoos are really nice. So she's got that one and then she's got one for my grandpa when he died. It's uh I was your angel and now you're mine with his like birthday and his death date. Super nice. I love that one. Um, and then she's got one that she got with my mom when I got my Scarface one. Mm-hmm. It's just a cross with uh, roses. There you go. It's just small, but super nice. But yeah, but my brother, fuck, he's quite the kid. He's going to get tatted the fuck up. Yeah. He's, you know what? He's, he's so old for his age. He's 15 and like me and him just chill. Like that's the thing is like when he was younger, I was like, fuck, like, I wish this kid was cool so we could, like, hang out. Like, I don't know. Like, you and your brother probably go drink beer. and Like, well, not drink beer, but, like, you guys can hang out and have, like, a conversation. Me and my brother? Yeah. He's got a kid now, brother. He okay. ain't got no time for well, me. Well, at Christmas dinners and Thanksgiving dinner and shit. Yeah, I can. You guys, like, you can talk and, like, have conversations and shit. And it's, it's nice because, like, he's always been so young that I've never been, like, had, like, similar interests interests and shit so it's cool to see him like grow up and like have similar interests as me we can just like fucking bullshit Mm -hmm. literally like me what me and you are doing right now yeah so yeah it's fucking cool it's just weird seeing him grow up he's got a girlfriend and shit now it's crazy giving him pointers and i know i know i try i try and give him tips if she's being a bitch i'll be like yo do this (laughs) don't do this like don't suck her don't kiss her ass do this, like don't that. do this. But speaking of girlfriends, you've been with yours for a long time. Yeah, over four years. Nice. She's awesome. Yeah. She's nice. She's she she did she played rugby, right? Yeah, that's why she came out and coached. What, no, I know. I just I just couldn't remember and I didn't Yeah, know, she like, played. What position did she play? She well fuck, dude. She you know Everything? what position she played? She played the position of position of knocking people the fuck over. Yeah. She was a fucking athlete. That's crazy. She's like, I don't know, like even when she coached the, like the girls team, you could see she knew her shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's she sweet, knows though. what's going on. Do you guys ever like, like, have you guys ever gone to like any rugby games together? Uh, we went to sevens. Oh, when it was at in Vancouver? Yeah. Not last year, but the year before we went How to sevens. It? it was good, man. It was good fun. I would recommend even to people that don't like know, like you don't even need to fucking know anything about rugby. It's so fun. Go, go to, go to sevens. You can get, you can get tickets in the upper bowl for like 50 bucks for like one day. Just go and watch. It's, it's a ton of fun. It's a ton of action. You'll learn as you go, but really it's just, it's a great, the atmosphere is incredible. Yeah. The atmosphere, the, the atmosphere is incredible. It's, you know what it is? It's the closest thing you can get to the Olympics without it being on, on in somewhere else in the world. Yeah. You know, you know, okay. The, th- the reason I think I loved rugby is because also like, like mainly because of the people. I feel like it's just like, it's, it's a different, like I played hockey, like I played high level hockey my whole life. And like, mm-hmm. it's just a different thing. group. It's just a different kind of bond. Yep. But not only, I think the reason I love rugby so much is like 
even though I didn't know shit about it till like my last few years, it was so fucking fun. And like everybody looks at it and it's like this barbaric sport and like this and that. And like, oh, you have to be crazy to play rugby. It's like when you're running with the ball and you get tackled, you don't even feel it. No. I always Unless call- it's like a unless you bonk heads, you yeah. don't feel shit. No. I always call it controlled chaos. It's it it's the looks- most adrenaline rushing fucking thing of my life. Like well, kickoff at the beginning of a rugby game. Oh my god. As far as like team sports go, it's pretty it's pretty hard pressed to find something that's as um adrenaline junk. You can't. That's why I fucking loved it. It's cause like I didn't get like that same adrenaline rush from hockey. Yeah. It's crazy. Rugby's a great sport, brother. It is. Definitely that, is. You got anything else to say? We've been we've been doing we're at two hours, eighteen minutes. Jesus, really? A fucking time warp. Holy shit. That's just We crazy. started on rugby, finished on rugby. True. I guess you, we'll. you got anything you want to plug, Rick? You got anything you want to pump up? Um, No, I don't really want to plug anything, but no? thank you for having you, me You're not here. doing any of that, that clothes selling anymore? Oh, uh... There you go. No, I'm not... Uh, plug it. I don't I do not do it anymore. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, sell, I sell clothes on the side, but I haven't done it in a long time, so... If anybody's looking for some fresh threads, hit me up on Instagram. It's uh, at Clayton C L A Y T O N, Pedersen P E D E R S O N. There so, you go. Yeah, do that. Hit them up. Get some vintage shit. Yeah, for real. Everything, everything I have is pretty well vintage. So yeah, there you yeah, go. We'll leave it at that. That's it. But yeah, thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on, brother. Appreciate it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Episode nine's in the books. My boy Clay. Clay's a good guy. I've known Clay for a long time. He was a good player. He's a good rugby player. He's a, he's a good person all around. Um, and it was awesome having him on the podcast, getting to talk with him again. Like like we said, we haven't we haven't spoken in, in a couple of years, maybe just in passing, but it was definitely nice to sit down with him again and and chat because he's a really good guy. Um, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to reach out and get in contact with me, you can do that over Instagram at uh, the Bottle Podcast or on Facebook, Bottle Podcast. I'd like to give a big shout out to Amaria for providing us with our theme music. And yeah, until the next time we pop a bottle and we sit back and we relax, thanks for stopping by. Cheers, everybody. Um.